0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rude Tude Tuesday, your favorite podcast about having rude toods on Tuesday. It's me, your host, Rudy Rude, here again with the rudest dude in the whole damn Tude Tuesday. It's Nikki Grayson. How are you doing? It's a me,
1: Mario Tuesday. Hell yeah.
0: We are fastly approaching Wiggler Wednesday, but we're not quite there yet. Uh, not there yet. I know somebody is excited for it, though, and it's Danielle Riendo. Hi,
2: you want to know what's really rude? A cat with two buttholes.
0: That is pretty rude. Uh, That's yeah. Yeah, you know what, Merit K, okay, you're gonna have a tough time coming up with something ruder for that for our
3: rude podcast. <laughs> I can't wait till Thwomp Thursday. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. You know, Thwomps are maybe the one of the rudest. Mario so rude. Edits. They're pretty
3: rude. Yeah. I think
0: Phanto might be the rudest, personally.
3: Oh, the Sun Man. Oh, no, the Mask Man. Yeah, who kind of he fills the same role as the Sun Man. He's he just he knows does. A Yeah, Yeah. but but Fanto like "Mm, this. mm." No, the sun just kind of goes back and forth. Fanto does want to kill Mario. Yeah, he goes after Mario. Fanto is a personification of a stress
0: dream for Mario because, as we know, Mario Two is set in Mario's head. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's the rudest information we've got for you this week. Thanks everybody for dropping by and listening. Uh, Tune in next Tuesday for another Rude (laughs) Two Tuesday. Did did you know Um, that
3: Mario Two was. Um, or it was a different game originally. Oh! oh. It, was
1: called, you know um, it was called It was called Poyo Poyo. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Where did the Tetris come in?
3: Uh. Well, you're thinking maybe of uh, Face Tris. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's not called Face Tris. It's called Faces. Dot. 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 Tris Three. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. That's what right. happened to that's Tris right. One and Two? Well, Tris One is Tetris. Yeah. Okay. Tris Two is Hatris. Uh, then there's Tetris 2, and then there's a different Tetris 2, and then there's faces dot 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 3.
1: Which is the third Tetris. And then, Tetris and
3: then there's oh, the Tetris Spear, and then there's the new Tetris, and then there's Terror Instinct Tetris, uh, <gasps> and then there's Ultimate Tetris, probably. Um, <laughs> I've played Hatris. And I still don't understand that game. I played it for like an hour on stream like a couple months ago. I still well, don't understand it. Well, you see well, it was there was no Tetris
2: sixty four. Like th- well, that was Tetris what... Fear, but like everything yeah. else was like Mario sixty four, well, Star Fox sixty four, and then Tetris was different.
3: Mm, yeah. Weird. Well, there was uh, there were a few Tetris games on the on the uh, Nintendo sixty four. There was, ah. I believe, a Disney Tetris game. Yes, there was. That's true. What really? Um, How's that yeah. work? Uh, hold on a second. I have to. Um, you guys keep going I, uh, there's an exterminator here so keep going i'll, I'll be back okay <laughs> one of the rudest wow. professions
0: in the world just to just you know barge in on our podcast like
1: that with uninvited wow. honestly um uh, there books. was there was a tetra 64 it was released only in japan mm. even though the whole game was in english but it was the only nintendo 64 game that used the biosensor yeah
0: Oh, was, shit. Is that like the Vitality Sensor? Before it's the vitality like the sensor?
1: Vitality Sensor, but for the Nintendo 64. Did you know that none of you here have played Ring Fit Adventure, have you? No. I have not. They made
0: the Vitality Sensor a reality in Ring Fit Adventure because it has an IR Finally. sensor. And you could every time you finish um, doing a thing, it asks you, hey, do you want me to take your blood pressure or whatever? And then you hold your thumb over the IR sensor on the Wii. No, not the Wiimote. Uh, no, over the Wiimote. You figure out how to put the Wii remote in there. Yeah, you have to own a Mote. They don't make them anymore. You have to go find them. Much like Ring Fit Adventure, you cannot purchase a new copy of them. Um, but yeah, then it takes your heart rate. And in my experience,
1: it's very bad at it. <laughs> it doesn't usually work. That's wild. Yeah, the, the higher your heart rate, the harder Tetris gets. Mm, okay. That's... Actually I mean, that's probably really true of most games. Yeah. <laughs> that's like how, oh, oh, by the
0: way, this is a uh, fan with uh, the fan by podcast episode 65 coming to you live on May, well, not live, but re- <laughs> live to tape on May 26 2020. <laughs> I'm Stephen Strum, joined to go, of course, by Meredith K, Danielle Riendo, Nikki Grayson, We are here to talk about all the different Trisses, all the different um, Vitality Sensors, um, and all the other video game stuff that you know and love us for every single week.
2: I like Triss in The Witcher 3.
0: Yeah, I was trying to remember. I knew there was a character named Triss in a video game. Thank you, Danielle, for bringing me there. (laughs) No problem. Oh, God. Triss Marigold. Yeah. I kept wanting to go to Priss from Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, sure. Totally. Those are different people.
2: They are, yeah. God, Witcher, Witcher 3, I keep being very tempted because I had like 90, no, I had like well over 100 hours in that game and then I lost the save because my ex got that Xbox One.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. it, it's
2: okay. We're very, we're on very friendly terms. Like, yeah. it's not a problem. It's just that I lost that save. So I'm always like, shit, should I just, and I bought the game again. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like I don't have the game. It's just like, do I invest that 100 hours again? Yeah. And then do the DLCs, which are apparently great, especially Blood and Wine. Like, ugh, I, I just keep going through it, because that was a game I really loved. I still think it's one of the best open world games, basically, ever.
0: I never touched the DLC, and I keep having the same thing. I keep wondering yeah. if I should go back and just restart that game. Um, but I keep thinking they have... The best way to play The Witcher is not on the Nintendo Switch
1: console. But, sure. Well, is it? Well... What if it was? (laughs) Okay, let's imagine a world (laughs) where Imagine a world where it was. And now here's why. Where else can you play an uh, an Xbox uh, One game in a way that looks like an Xbox 360? (laughs)
0: Uh, uh, Xbox 360 feels generous based on some of the screenshots that I have seen. I'm (laughs) just saying like the
1: original Xbox looks pretty good. Damn. (laughs) look pretty wow. good listen halo halo in in that one which again thank you for your service master chief um <laughs> his green he was a very vibrant green on that, their xbox original xbox less so in halo 2 i think
0: he yeah. was a very busier yeah his suit got dirty it, it
1: yeah. didn't he switch suits he okay, so that is what happens. War Master Nicky really Grayson, weird, please tell us. Okay, so here's a weird fucking thing that happens, right? So Master Chief gets his suit right in Halo One. Yeah. Then in Halo Two, he gets a new suit, and that's that's literally just the explanation for why they made your shields much worse. Yeah. Um, uh, they recharge faster, but they are much much worse. And you can't pick um, up health packs anymore. You can't pick up health packs anymore. Um, but then in Halo Three you f- it's it takes place literally 5 minutes after you uh, after yeah. the end of the events of Halo 2 where you fall off of like fall out of space off yeah. of the spaceship and then all of a sudden you have a lot new ar- a lot of more a lot more armor abilities right which is weird it's yeah so literally
0: like, Halo 3 opens up with Master Chief's like frozen corpse on yeah, the Yeah, in armor lock. Yeah.
1: Like he's fucked up and then he gets up and then is like Oh word you've got bubble shields and shit now <laughs> Cool And just like how it knows how to use them Where were they in Halo 2 which took place 15 minutes prior Now Nikki You would understand all of this better If you had
0: just read all of the 17 yeah, Halo books Yeah if I read the books place, Yeah, Between games <laughs>
1: uh, I, That's did on read, me.
0: I read a couple of those yeah. um, What
1: was your favorite kind of side story The Fall of Reach Ah what happened to it uh, nothing good. Ah, <laughs> <There's> bad stuff. <laughs> is bad stuff. the fall of Reach what happens before the events of the video game Halo Reach? Uh, the fall of Reach is the stuff
0: that happens concurrent with the events of the game uh, Halo Reach. Um, I think it's Master Chief is in space. Oh, there it's okay. So there's stuff before Halo Reach, the video game. Then it's concurrent, and then I think it takes place after because the I last see. the last little bit of Fall of Reach is Master Chef in space. Um, with like three other Spartans outside the Pillar of Autumn, 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 Autumn. 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 That, he's outside the Pillar of Autumn here in, <laughs> <laughs> in Rudy Rude's uh, Midwestern discount- Chief. You know <laughs> yeah. that's fine. That's it. Midwestern I like that. Chief. I like it. And now we have the name of this episode.
1: I'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> write uh, it Dad.
0: You're good. <laughs> okay, thank you. Because I was literally pulling on the phone right now.
1: I just I it. Hmm. I, feel, I really do feel like between Halo f- 4 and 5, they kind of lost how interesting the uh, storyline between Halos 1 through f- 3 are. 1 through which Reach, is like probably. Really. one Yes. What? Oh, yes, yes. 1 through Reach. Uh, yes, 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 yes. In, in one order through of reach. release. In order of release, 1 through Reach. Um, because, like, they definitely are, like, the events of the Halo series, at least the original trilogy, takes place over the course of, like, three months. Yeah. Like, the whole thing. <laughs> um, and then, like, Halo 1 takes place, like, five minutes after Halo Reach. Yeah. Like, I feel like I talked about this when we when we when when I talked about the Master Chief Collection. But there is something really cool about being able to follow these story beats back to back to back. Uh, because, like, they are so well-crafted and well-written, considering how many years came out between each one. That
0: was legitimately one of the things that I really liked about Halo Reach as a kid was reading that book and them talking about the timescale we were talking about because it's like them saying, hey, the Covenant showed up and they have like laser guns and we're still using bullets and we fought them and they took out like 700 of our ships with one of their like little dudes (laughs) and like completely annihilated a planet like a week after we met them. And yeah, like you're there's a sense of a ticking clock in the Halo... Mm -hmm. the early Halo games that I really, really like. I think you get away from that a little bit once you get into even Halo ODST because that's a side story at that point and we're going backwards in the timeline. So that... some of that, like, momentum maybe goes away but, yeah, Halo Reach was actually really good about that stuff because... Yeah. I want to say Halo Reach... Uh, there, there's a whole bunch of different writers on a bunch of different books in the Halo franchise, but some of them I think were like written by like sci-fi military uh, people, which is a brand of science fiction that I am not usually here for. I think it's usually boring and also maybe written by like crypto fascists. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Sure>.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, your Hearts War, not Hearts War. That's a different thing. There's that. Honor, honor, the honor series. There was a guy I knew at the comic book shop I used to work at who loved these books. Like called the honors something. It, every book was like called honors war, honors profit, honors blah blah blah. And it was about this like um super good military lady um, who was just like hire more women guards, and then she fought people in space and had yeah. like a telepathic cat. I think. Anyway, that's not. I mean, not that Halo. part.
2: All, a lot of those parts sound bad. The telepathic cat is the one part of that that sounds maybe okay
0: yeah i think it was like maybe a reference to the timothy zahn uh what's his name grand admiral thrawn i wish merit was here oh Oh my god
2: (laughs) grand admiral thrawn of course i read a lot of a lot and i mean a lot of star wars novels when i was a wee teen
0: oh yeah did you
2: like 13 14 no probably let's call it like 11 through 14 to be honest like i was reading those into high school like as high school started for sure i'm not too proud to
0: admit it what ones did you like what did you read the most
2: I liked the Thrawn trilogy, but I also really liked a lot of the weird one-off things. And of course, I also loved the short story collections, like the Tales of the Mm -hmm. Cantina. The Tales of the Bounty Hunters, I think, might be the one that perhaps is the fondest in my memory. There were some really weird and interesting kinds of stories. Now, I do also remember in the Tales of the Bounty Hunters that it totally took some liberties with the character of uh, your beloved Mandalorian um boba fett yeah. and it made him this like sucks. an extremely i hate ex- this what did you
1: send like, me <laughs> what, what sorry Daniel will keep going we'll get we'll get to my oh base.
2: no the oh boy what is this
1: fucking
0: jpeg oh there's I, a okay we can there's get to cursed
2: it a jpeg
0: i found the book series that i was talking about and discovered okay. that it is part of i was wrong about the naming convention because the books are uh, the i think the first book is called on basilisk station and the, the name of the main character is Honor Harrington, the military no! heroine and later influential politician during a time of extreme interstellar change and tension. Uh, Honor most of the,
2: Harrington?
0: Honor Harrington, that's her name. Also, I'm going to read the second sentence of this plot synopsis here from the Honorverse Wikipedia entry, which says, Most of the more than 20 novels and anthology collections... <laughs> cover no. events between four, the year 4000 and 4022 AD with PD post diaspora dating be- beginning with di- <laughs> yeah, dating beginning with a dispersal to the stars from our sun sol in 2103 AD. So,
2: can I just tell you a very stupid thing about my brain? Yeah. I've been watching a lot of MMA and you know the cadence of like Misha Cupcake Tate. I 100% thought you said Petey. Like, Petey Piranha. Petey, post-diaspora.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the younger Fry person from Steven Universe is in this one.
1: It's Steven. <laughs> oh, God. Remember that episode of Steven Universe where um, Steven accidentally turns the Fry mascot into a living being? Yeah. Yes! Um, and it's legitimately horrifying. Like, mm-hmm. it's one of the scariest things that Cartoon Network ever put on television. It
0: has yeah. it grows sinew.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like, and there's like a lot of body horror in that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Said. It's, like it's fucked to, up. It's trying to like subsume and control Petey or something like that, mm-hmm. isn't
0: it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, also remember how like canonically Steven, the original Steven universe from the very first episode is dead and the Steven yep. universe that we have throughout most of the series, it only appears in like episode four. Yeah. Wait, what? You what? Remember this? You remember this? What, Danielle? No uh steven and the stevens
2: okay I, I watched a lot of that show and okay. i think pretty much all of it not all all there are definitely some episodes i missed but like what
0: steven is dead stevens. yeah he's dead he, he sings a song about how he is dead um in that episode there's a whole thing where he finds like a time travel device and creates a bunch of like time clones of himself but they start fighting for like control of who is the real steven you know, oh, no. Steven, the, like, 12-year-old uh, plucky boy protagonist of Steven Universe. Uh, he finds out that, like, he, he all of his different Stevens are, like, uh, fighting for control of who is in charge of this timeline or whatever. Because they he creates them to start a band called Steven and the Stevens. And it goes well for a while, but then there's too many of them. And eventually he has to go back in time to stop himself from ever using the time machine in the first place. Which... Erases Ugh. him from, from the timeline and he turns to dust in front of this new alternate oh timeline, God. Steven, who then at the end of the episode sings a song with uh, the lyric, if I'm not mistaken, the last lyric in the song is, I learned a lot about myself by watching myself die. That wow! is correct. That is correct.
1: That is the lyric. <laughs> yeah. Wow. When did you and fall that's, off? That's
2: from the nice gay. Uh, Children's show
1: Yeah
0: Uh huh. Oh wow Uh, Steven Universe goes Where did you stop watching Steven Universe Danielle?
2: It's not that I like ever stopped I think it was that like my partner at the time Watched it pretty religiously And I saw it most of the time But like there were definitely times she Watched episodes without me Kind of thing It was one of those where like I think I've seen At least a large chunk Of this TV series Did
0: you catch the series finale And then the follow
1: up series?
2: Not the follow up. I think I saw the finale but not the follow up.
1: Okay. How about you, Nikki? I have not I refuse. This is one of those situations. I'm treating it like I did Chuck, which these are not on the same uh plane at all. Um but like I it took me a year and a half to finish Chuck cuz I fucking loved Chuck. The yeah. NBC television program starring Zachary Levi. <laughs> um it took show. me it took me Adam a Baldwin year sucks. after. Adam Bolden sucks. It took me a year after that show ended to finish it because I refused to let it be over. <gasps> yeah. And uh, Katie and I are doing the exact same thing with Steven Universe Future where we have like six episodes left and we've just refused to watch them because then if we watch them, there's no more.
0: This, this is very good for me because I'm in the exact same boat and I love that all three of us have not watched the final series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like the last
1: season. It, this is like it's
2: not famous. But, like, a thing I've talked about before is that Farscape is my favorite show of all time. Mm -hmm. Like, ever, ever, ever. ever. Never watched the final miniseries. Wait, really? Yeah.
1: You... Me neither. Well, (laughs) now, (laughs) Nikki, how much Farscape have you watched? Um, I've watched a lot of 30-second chunks of Farscape. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to consume Farscape, honestly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, that's
0: wild to me, Danielle, because the way that the, okay, spoilers for the end of the original oh, I know
2: game. 90% of what happens.
0: Okay. Like, I, I just, know
2: who dies, I know who's born, I know okay. all this shit, I just can't. Yeah. I, i I always planned on my next rewatch, that's what I would say, on my next rewatch I will do this, and I was going through it with a friend, and then, like, I, I didn't hang out with them as much anymore for whatever reason, no, like, real reason, just the thing that happens when you're, you know, busy grown-ups and you can't do the thing you want to do anymore. And, like, because of that, I just need to do another rewatch of it. But that, like, takes so much mental energy yeah. for me. Because, like, I'm showing something that's, like, very special to me, to another person. I know how this sounds.
1: No. <laughs> but like, no, but, I mean, yeah, you, like, if you're, yeah. if you're trying to, like, figure out how to get to the bottom of the origins of Kermit the Frog. You know? Which is kind of, like, the big reveal at the end of The Farscape. Yeah exactly series. when Scorpius exactly. turns out to have been uh Sith the whole time the and, whole time yeah. like that's the stuff what that it is. you really need to like it takes emotional energy like you said
2: it does it takes a lot I, out of you, you know
1: no it's like when
2: Scorpius needs to cool down his his little yeah. rods that are in his brain
0: you yeah. know Yeah. and then they press a button and then like a big just whole I don't know like monster energy drink can sized <laughs> cylinder comes out of his temple yeah
4: yep that's pretty of cool Scorpius actually came.
0: It does the show look is great. great. I love Farscape. Awesome. Da- Danielle, <laughs> you. you and I have not talked a whole lot about it. We, I know that we're both aware of each other's like shared love of Farscape, but I don't think yes. we've talked about it personally. Um, what I'm saying is that we should uh, do a month long series of you love to see it, where we just talk about Farscape and we just watch through all single every single season.
2: Uh, month long? I-, mm-hmm. I feel like that could go on for a year, actually. Uh, yeah. Well,
0: some of those seasons get pretty short by the end. No, they're the same number of episodes. Are they? Is the final season the same number of episodes? Is well, they,
2: they ended up cutting them into like halves, but it still ended up being, oh. uh, there's 88 episodes of Farscape.
0: Okay. Uh, well, this is all <laughs> the Total. more reason for me to go back and rewatch everything, because clearly I don't remember it as well as I should. Seriously, you know? Um, the thing I was going to say though too about this is that Danielle has just said that she's never watched the finale of uh, Farscape, which means the last things spoiler for the final series, uh, like the the final season of Farscape before the mini. It was like a
2: mini series. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. there was a mini series that was like what yeah. season five was supposed to be, but it was just like a four hour mini series. So yeah, yeah sorry, I War. misunderstood. Uh, yeah.
0: what you meant. There. No, yeah, I was just going to give context for the listeners and for for Nikki. Um, what you have seen as the end of this TV series and what mm-hmm. have not in the uh, 25 years since Farscape was on the air have not gone 16. back and watched 16 uh, the
2: miniseries would have been in 2004 yeah okay. I was a junior in college oh that's yeah. like
0: right before Battlestar Galactica got popped up oh
2: right right before yeah
0: Weird to think that those things were so close to each other
2: I think there was some overlap in, like, the pilot of Battlestar and, like, the fin Because Farscape, there was a year in between. Yeah. There was a year in between the fourth season and the miniseries. I do Sorry, remember that. Sorry, now I'm getting, like, way into the shit, but there was some
0: overlap, yeah. It- anyway, I just want to say how Farscape the series ends before you get to the Peacekeeper Wars. Nikki, this yes. is what Danielle... The last thing that Danielle mm-hmm. watched in her favorite TV series of all time and has not gone back and watched the conclusion to. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. The end of that series is... The two lead characters, the the kind of the it's an ensemble cast, one might say, but they basically the Ross and Rachel, will they, won't they of this whole situation Mm -hmm. uh, are together on a boat uh, in in the water and they've just confessed their love for one another. Uh, You know, I think at this point they're basically in love uh, for a while because Aaron reveals that she's pregnant, right?
2: Yep. With his kid.
0: Yeah, with his kid. So the, the female lead reveals that she's pregnant with the kid of the of the male lead of the TV series. They're in a boat. They're having a very touching, heartfelt moment. Uh, and it's like, wow, like, oh my God, and everything like that. And then- He a, proposes
2: to her. He proposes he her to her. gives her the ring.
0: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Proposes to her. It's that classic, classic um, moment that you know from and love from all the different TV series and movies and books. And then camera pulls back to reveal a fucking TIE fighter looking starship mm-hmm. flying overhead flying past them or whatever. And they're like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? And then we see the interior of the starship where like a, an alien pilot, his like face opens up and he has like a second face underneath his face. And he's like target acquired. And then he shoots them and they turn into like triangles and fall into the water. And then it's like, And their friends are
2: screaming and crying. Yeah. And that's
0: credits. Their friends are screaming and crying at like watching their friends uh, die in this boat because they've just been disintegrated into triangles. Uh, Credits. That's the end of the now, original
1: Farscape. <laughs> yeah. Why would Jim Henson do this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the show is, done? if I can make a pitch, just a very brief pitch. Yeah. I think the show is like anti-Star Oh wow, Trek. this
1: person. Sorry, this person okay. does have many faces inside of his face. Yeah. I know no, no, What's
2: funny is uh, that is the male lead. That's Ben Browder. Oh, is who that actually played that other character. Yeah. Weird. The target acquired kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, it may have been, like, a puppet, but he did the voice and everything, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's, like, an anti-Star Trek in some ways, but it still has a lot of the kind of general humanist vibe of a Star Trek. But it's serialized, but not so serialized that, like, everything is a soap opera. Uh, It's more interested in, like, the trauma of what it would actually be like to go into space and have these incredible adventures. And it's very, very deep. It's very, very dark. It's very psychologically satisfying like the way characters like get hurt and get sick and fall in love and fall in lust and do kinds of bad things and good things is very very like honest in a way that star trek never is yeah and it's it's very cute
0: sometimes it's a a dirty
2: dark show it's also very very goofy and funny show at a lot of other times and just generally very colorful and pretty campy and queer in a lot of ways so it's I love Star Trek more than almost anything in the world, but I love Farscape a little bit more. So that's kind of how I pitch it to people.
0: Yeah, I, like you said, it's, it does wrap itself around like a lot of the trauma of like, you know, a lost in space kind of vibe. Because the premise of Farscape is that a guy uh, tries to, I forget what his nickname so is. he's he's an astronaut,
2: astronaut. and yeah. he has like a theory. He's like a giant nerd, even though he's really hot. So he's a hot nerd. And he is an astronaut and his father was an astronaut before him and he has these cool equations. he wants to test out a theory about wormholes. He makes a wormhole happen from his NASA ship and he ends up on the other side of the galaxy in the middle of a giant fight where there's a, a ship of escaped prisoners who are breaking free from their like kind of fascist peacekeeper cop uh, like cop figures basically yeah. and The, that's the who prisoners he lives have with.
0: taken over their prison ship specifically yep. yeah and they
2: are half muppets
1: yes <laughs> they are half ah
0: old.
2: yeah see that's that the,
1: part i remember
2: that's the jim henson connection chunks <laughs> yeah the aliens actually look like aliens on this show it's not like star trek where half of the aliens just look like humans that have like a slight ridge or something yeah yeah, yeah. that
0: they eventually tried to make canonical why that is in star trek remember that
2: they super did that in the next generation yeah yeah and then yeah. and then some religious people got mad i think
0: Oh yeah, be- yeah, because it basically <laughs> says there is no God. That God was aliens or whatever in that episode.
2: It was like, oh, we seeded life, and it's like, if you can still believe in God, bro, it's fine. But okay, okay, okay. But
0: yeah, anyway. um, yeah. Farscape is good, actually. Is kind
1: of what uh, I think fantastic. we want to say to the listeners out there.
0: It's
2: hard so to subscribe
1: find. to the YouTube channel Farscape.
2: <laughs> yeah, Yup yeah. Nikki, do you want to tell people why you saw Farscape <laughs> in thirty-second chunks? <laughs>
1: Well, my previous job before this one, I was running YouTube channels for large companies, including uh, Jim Henson. So I was running the uh, Muppets, like, fan, or the Jim Henson fantasy collection. And within that was, like, Fraggle Rock, Storyteller, yeah. uh, Labyrinth, uh, and Fuck also yeah. Farscape. But I didn't, like, watch the programs because we didn't get full episodes for a long time so I was only watching it basically via YouTube to determine which videos we needed to create Um, (laughs) wow that's incredible yeah Yeah.
0: what what clip stood out to you the most could you describe it
1: no I couldn't I've erased (laughs) that from oh. my brain, basically. <laughs> that's Which is unfortunate. I can remember, I can tell you the part uh, of Fraggle Rock that I love the most, oh, yeah? which is kind of when they introduce the Doozers, uh, which yeah. are the guys that build all of this stuff. Um, and a weird thing about the Fraggle Rock Society is that the Doozers are entities that. Kind of also appeared at the same time as the Fraggles, but it's unclear what their kind of origin situation is. But their whole existence is based around the creation of structures that the Fraggles then eat.
0: Yep. Wait, I've never seen Fraggle Rock. I'm
1: gonna I'm wait. Gonna admit really? that Right now? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. you should. It's very good. Yeah, it's awesome. Bangin' it? theme song. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Why do they eat buildings?
0: Well, they're a
2: little well, weird. The
1: fraggles, the fraggles eat the buildings because the doozers make the buildings. The fraggles don't need to eat. They do it because it makes the doozers happy. And the doozers build the buildings because it makes the fraggles happy.
0: Yeah. Why not just... Wait. What about the process of turning raw materials into an habitable structure makes it more or less edible to being in the fraggleverse?
1: Nothing. There's no, there's no, there's no kind of link between those two things. I present to you in a video that I edited called <laughs> Why Users Do What They Do on a Fragile oh, Rock YouTube is channel.
0: Oh, this is so cute! Oh my god. Um, oh, this is
1: nine and a half minutes long, Nikki. Yeah, it's a long no, one. No, beautiful! A long one. Um, what? Okay. But yeah, they, then they like build all these cool structures um and then the Fraggles just eat the it's just very clearly just plastic yeah they love <laughs> like yeah. Just yeah. plastic yeah it's just plastic connects uh yeah. and then the Fraggle puppets eat them there was also a dog in Fraggle Rock
2: yeah he was really cute uh,
1: yeah
0: it's, did you know that they're bringing Fraggle Rock
1: back yeah. they are they said shot entirely on iPhone oh really wait what yeah yeah I it's, it's on it's gonna be on Apple TV um oh. and it's shot entirely on iPhone
0: is that an exclusive to apple tv
1: yes okay well that's not something i'm ever ever gonna watch (laughs) (laughs) if you have an iphone you almost definitely have apple tv for free you just have to go into settings yeah
0: oh geez okay uh the more
1: you know um yeah another it's called fraggle it's called fraggle rock rock on
0: so is it like a that sounds rock fraggle rock rock on sounds like a limited time miniseries event or perhaps a made for television movie is it that
1: there are currently four episodes. Okay. Oh, I didn't know it even program. started. Oh, no, there are six episodes of the program. Hmm. <sighs> okay. Well, that's six episodes is a real TV series at that point. That's like a yeah. yeah. TV show. In episode five, Wembley and Gobo, um, which are the main two kind of uh, fraggles, um, they hang out with Jason Mraz uh, when the doozer set up a Deuzer tube at the farm of special, ga- special guest Jason Mraz he joins Gobo and Wembley for a jam session. Aw. Was, were human beings uh, uh, in making special appearances in the Fraggle universe a thing from the old show? Is that a new development? So there's one Fraggle who goes out and explores the real world. So they find a hole that connects the Fraggle world to the real world and one of the Fraggles leaves and he goes outside. And he yeah. finds a bunch of children, and then like the children are like, "Did you know that fire hydrants are real?" And the <laughs> dude's like, "What?" And then the kids explain to him how fire hydrants work, and then uh, they go back inside, or like he comes, he like writes a letter, basically, and then uh, the letter goes back to to one of the Fraggles, and then they read the letter, and then the the Fraggle that gets the letter is always like, "Wow, the above ground sounds so weird." Um, I love
0: the version of this where it turns out that one of those children, that the children, you know, met this fraggle, knew them for X number of years, however long a fraggle lives. They're smaller than people, so I assume less time. (laughs) They probably have a shorter (laughs) lifespan. Jason young, a young Jason Mraz meets a fraggle 22 years ago, however many years ago the fraggles happened. Young Jason Mraz meets this fraggle. Uh, befriends them, loses their friend. Never grows up the rest of his life, saying like, "No, Fraggles are real. You got to believe me." <laughs> and then dedicates the rest of his life to accruing enough funds through his musical career to finally. That's why he
1: did music.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why he uh, bu- he created a mus- musical career so he could build the drill from the core to get back to Fraggle Rock. <laughs> that is my
1: new headcanon <laughs> yeah. for this. Yeah,
0: I love that.
1: The guy, the guy that goes outside is named Traveling Matt. Traveling Matt, you know what? Uh,
0: with a name like that, maybe his life was a little bit set up for him before he uh, had a choice
1: in the matter, but I'm glad he seemed to enjoy it. Yeah. Aww. One of the Fraggles is named Boober. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he has a hat.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Uh, I'm what? a seven year old. That's very good.
0: No, you are no. Jason Mraz was the seven-year-old. You see, that was the whole premise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he grew Should up. we
1: talk about video games? <laughs> are those not Aww. well? Fraggle Rock's technically not a video game, is the thing. They made a Dark Crystal video game. That's close enough. They did, and that you know what—that is close enough. Yeah. Well, Fred, thank we you so much for <laughs> a <video game>. listening. <laughs> yeah. we, we started talking about about Halo. Ending. There yeah. was a Halo. Yeah. yeah.
2: It counts, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Uh, You know what, though?
0: (laughs) On the topic of uh, fan theories, I can actually tie this into a video game that I played over the weekend.
1: What? Yeah, what's up
0: with Squall? Squall's dead. I don't know if you heard. Oh, shit. Is he? What happened to him? He's a dead man. Yeah, at the end of disc one. So, video games, Nikki, uh, before Mm -hmm. you were born, video games used to be split up into multiple discs because the. Yeah, why didn't they.
1: Okay, but why didn't they just make the disc bigger? Like a laser disc.
0: Yeah, like if they could just have a disc that they could just shoot one big laser at. To read all the data yeah. at once, To
1: read yeah. all of the data at once. You
0: know yeah. what? That's interesting. I'm going to get that time machine from Steve in the universe and go back and mm-hmm. tell them to do that. <laughs> um, no, but there's a... So I played over the weekend. I beat, in fact, at uh, 2 a.m. this morning, my time, uh, Final Fantasy VIII for the first time ever. Uh, which we talked about a little bit last week. I've been on a bit of a kick with the Final Fantasies uh after beating final fantasy 7 remake went back and beat 12 went back and beat 9 now i went back and beat 8 and that's a weird game everybody <laughs> yeah. i feel like i i feel like i don't have necessarily the audience here to appreciate exactly how weird it is because i don't
1: think either of you are huge rpg fans or final fantasy players
4: it's, it's true
1: fine i'm not i've never played final fantasy other than seven right the, the new one remake yeah, yeah. seven seven two I should yeah. say. Se- <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, 7 2 Dirge turd- of Oh, God. Yeah, I remember hello.
3: That. Hi. Hi, Mary. Hi. Merit. Hi I'm Did Dad. they
1: kill the bugs?
3: I mean, they were. <laughs> Do you ever uh, feel like you're talking to someone who hasn't spoken to another human being in like two months? <laughs> I
4: mean, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
3: Um, okay, so. Uh, what he was here to do. So we we had bed bugs a while ago. Um, yeah. Specifically, in they were in my room, and I'm pretty sure it started after PAX, because some combination um, of being no. at PAX or that hotel. Mm. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Or I went somewhere else in the city and got them there. There's a million ways to get them. Yeah. Um, that was in March, and we got rid of most of them. Then I saw like a couple last week, so he came back to like spot treat. I haven't seen any since last week, so I think we're good. But he just came back to like um, just spray the walls really quickly. Right. Uh, which took five minutes.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: you were gone for a lot longer than five minutes, Merit. Yeah, I was. And you know what? Any other time, I would have just been like, yeah, lay it on me, buddy. Um, <laughs> I find exterminators are really interesting people. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite books, Rap Bohemia. Is about a an exterminator who kills rats in New York City, but yeah, it was just like. Uh, also, one of my roommates is uh, pretty stressed about the situation. I would say considerably more than I am, and understandably. Yeah. And also uh, kept kept asking a lot of follow up questions and. Uh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So I, I did hear some really interesting stories that, um, you know, sort of about. That ranged from kind of the nature of infestations to like how bed bugs, like how we how we carried bed bugs with us out of the caves when we sort of emerged uh, well, into the world. Wow! After
1: watching the after, after watching the the shadows on the wall.
3: After watching the Joker, yeah, yes, um, because they I guess originate from bugs that prey on bats and birds. Oh
2: uh-huh. shit! Apparently,
3: so I learned a lot about bug evolution and philosophy and insect and politics you might mental say. health and yeah. you know, it was a wide ranging conversation, I would say. Yeah. And I learned a lot. And um I'm sorry that I had to miss the last half hour of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: okay
0: uh, uh, one one thing that we did learn without you Merit is that without a fourth person on this podcast uh, we just immediately jump between 7,000 different topics <laughs> every 5 minutes. So Oh, how fun. Yeah. Uh we went we went some places. What were we just ta- Oh, we finally got some Fraggle Rock. Games. Uh, yeah, we, we were talking about Fraggle Rock. You got any Fraggle Fraggle thoughts?
3: Um Yeah, I don't know. I always like that show. Kind of like you- some parts of it were like kind of vaguely scary to me mm-hmm. in the same way that like all of those Jim Henson shows with like puppets in like weird organic environments were, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just there like was a kinda,
0: lot of Muppet kinda,
3: talk. Yeah. I mean, I love Muppets. I'm not afraid of Muppets. I ain't afraid of, ain't afraid of no Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> I know people who are actually, I um Wait. was in a relationship with someone in college who was terrified of Muppets huh. and when we went to FAO Schwartz the first time I ever came to New York City they had a build your own Muppet thing what where you could make a Muppet it was like a character creator in a game but like with a Muppet um it was I seem to remember it being quite expensive I don't know how much it was I bet there's some kind of place where you can still do that uh, yeah so you can make a Muppet of you that looks like you know a the guy in the Muppet movie when he's like, Am I a Muppet or a man? Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> a real man of a Muppet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so wow. Those are my They're Muppet called bots. what they were called Whatnots. Oh really? Whatnots. Which is the the side characters in the Muppets. Oh. Oh. Damn, rest in peace FAO Schwartz. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Didn't they bring it back in some weird zombie form?
1: Yes, that you can like buy you can buy like FAO Schwartz products right now You can buy a, a $45 instant camera um, The FAO Schwartz that was here in Los Angeles I never went inside because my mom didn't let me go in for some <laughs> reason um, But the one that was here in Los Angeles got turned into an American Girl place
2: Huh,
1: huh. Less familiar with that brand, I'm afraid American Girl Place is only useful knowledge to have for me personally, because it has the cleanest men's restroom in midtown Manhattan.
2: Oh,
0: okay. Sure, sure. Uh. That was a weird thing to find out once I started traveling a lot more outside of um, West Fargo and like the Midwest and stuff like that, was that bathrooms aren't like a thing that you can just use in a lot of major cities, (laughs) huh? Yeah. But yeah. if
1: you're at Thirty Rock and you're trying to not go pee in the bowels of Thirty Rock in that mall that's underneath the Comcast building, uh if you go right across the street past the Nintendo world, uh you can go to American Girl Place and go pee there. Well you heard it here first folks. <laughs> go to
0: American <laughs> Girl, go pee.
1: I don't see I don't yeah, I don't
3: know um Midtown that well. I know like Union Square. Mm. Um, I know the, the good bathroom there, but... Which one is the good bathroom there? I would say just go into Mount Sinai. Sure. Wow. Because I was walk, thinking exactly I mean, that. You just, you just walk... Yeah. No, not now. But yeah, you yeah. just walk into the hospital, and you look like you know where you're going, and you go straight up the stairs on the left. Don't even walk down to the elevators. Just go straight up the stairs, Yeah. and there's a bathroom on the second floor. And um, yeah, because I feel like the Starbucks there is often either sorry i say the starbucks there as if there aren't like 17 (laughs) in union square um but starbucks only have their primary service is a public bathroom and it's a public bathroom that also sells coffee yes in new york city i feel like (laughs) Um, yeah is that like a
0: is that like a chain wide thing like are they always open
3: no 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 here's the thing um Lately, more and more, they've either started requiring codes or where they're often just, like, out of service. Yeah. Um, um, because right. someone comes separation. in and just fucking, like, dunks them up. Like, <laughs> someone just fucking, like, donks all over this bathroom. Yeah. Like, some Roy Donk-looking motherfucker just comes in.
2: Constantly. And just freestyles yes. all over. Yeah, it's it's bad. He's
3: really off the map. I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. That sucks. There should be more public bathrooms. You know, people be. need people yeah. need to yeah. pee. You know, a good
0: maybe. way to get people not to take a shit in your, like, changing room at a JCPenney's
3: or whatever <laughs> is to just have a public bathroom that people can yeah. use. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big problem for, like, cab drivers and stuff because oh, no. there is, like, nowhere for them to piss. So, like, a lot of cab drivers. And actually, one reason, like, well, it's maybe, like, not the biggest reason, but it is kind of a reason why there aren't as many uh, women cab drivers is because um, male cab drivers historically often would just piss in a water bottle.
1: Yeah. Um, um, And then they toss it. It's like, so when you win cash cab, a lot of people don't know this part, (laughs) but when you win cash cab, the Bob Bradley looking motherfucker that's driving the cab kind of just asks you as you get out to take some water bottles for him. And they're almost always warm. Um, but I mean, like, that's just part of the cash cab experience. That's yeah, they, New York they, City, baby. They record like eight episodes in a day. So, you know,
0: these right, really- Exactly, like, yeah. they, he
1: can't just get out. <laughs>
0: uh, can I be brutally honest about one thing that I just had a realization about mm, yes. 45 seconds ago? Yes. Yeah, what's up? Merritt, when you said that it was a real big problem for cab drivers, I thought that you meant that people were taking shits and
3: peeing in the back <laughs> of the well,
2: Okay, I mean, that's... I mean, that's, it happens.
3: I mean, yeah, it's New York City, so it's gonna happen. I was but, very
0: confused for a second there why you said, like, it's a bit, much bigger problem for women. I was just like, I think it would be a problem for
3: everybody. <laughs> well, you know, men can be like, they could, if someone shits in the backseat, they're like, yeah, okay, fine, buddy. Like, I'm driving <laughs> here. Um... <laughs> No, there's. It's called taxi cab syndrome. It's oh. like you can you can get like all kinds of problems, like bladder cancer and urinary infections, oh. and like all this oh, shit. Like because oh, like you're holding it really in, bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've holded it, so don't hold it in. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's like living with a UTI forever. Yeah, that really sucks.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. it's like going to see the Snyder Cut in theaters, and you're like, well, I can't get up because
3: uh, Aquaman is about to fight. <laughs> oh, the Oh my guy. god. Hmm. I can yeah, exactly. the bathroom. And like also, yeah, for like Lyft and Uber drivers now too. Like, you know, where are, this they, is a, where are they doing yeah. this stuff? Have
1: where you ever had go? a Lyft or Uber driver ask to use your bathroom? No. I've so no. never used a Lyft,
0: Uber or Lyft in my home, so, so no. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. but I
3: feel like the dynamics are a little bit different. Yeah. Because if what? a strange man asked to yeah. come into my house, I would say <laughs> not on your life.
1: Yeah. Absolutely the fuck not um, When I got dropped off My like my second or third time Using an Uber in San Francisco I took it like from Target or whatever the fuck To come back to campus And the guy was like is there a bathroom here As he like pulled up to the campus And I was like what And he was like I have to go pee really bad Can I use the bathroom And I was like I don't I don't know And then I very quickly got out of the car
3: Yeah Huh I have a, uh,
0: yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, that's kind of the social interaction that I would probably have with somebody who asked me a question that I didn't know how to answer. It's yeah. just,
1: if I could just leave, I would just do that. <laughs> so <laughs> Still gave him five stars though, I didn't die, so.
2: Real last real thing, uh, especially for all penis havers, you do not want to get in a car accident with a full Wait. bladder.
1: What? Oh, Danielle? Yeah. Now is this because the shock of kind of of hitting another car will immediately cause you to void your bladder.
2: Uh, no, that that's nothing. <laughs> Peeing yourself is nothing. I'm talking oh. about it could do like f- severe damage to your stuff.
3: Oh, it has
2: to do with where. Uh, sorry, I don't I don't want to say. Oh, with I like use, the uh, seatbelts cis- and everything. Genderist terms or anything like that. So I'll just say penis havers. Oh. But like people with penises, where your bladder is. And where you can get hurt and there's things that can burst and it's not good. Oh, uh, People with vaginas tend to have bladders that are somewhat more protected, but huh. not necessarily. I, I mean, just saying, yeah,
3: you do have like a plus, plus two school. to death you have um, little, for the bladder. Little, the, bladder the bladder has like a,
1: a resistance bonus for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you're so saying I get uh, there's a I get advantage on these rolls if I don't wear my seatbelt. Is that what you're saying? No. Or do I still get (laughs) disadvantaged?
0: I don't think you can get Danielle to put down on a recording, don't wear seatbelts, everyone.
2: Nope. uh, I could not be more in favor of seatbelts for many reasons that I won't go into because they're very disturbing. But wear your seatbelt and uh, if you have a penis, uh, pee before you get in a car. Hey, every how come time. we don't
3: have seatbelts that are like four-point harnesses, or like, or we like should. a roller coaster that just like comes Ooh, down over yeah. you? How come we don't have that?
2: We really should. Honest yeah. to God, we should.
3: Like,
1: wouldn't that be like better?
3: Yeah. Well, remember
2: you, you couldn't accommodate every size of person is the only problem with that. that but is didn't true. didn't yeah.
1: seatbelts used to be just across the lap? So like we figured it out. Right. <laughs> As a kid, I
3: couldn't like countenance the feeling of the cross uh seat belt, like it drove me fucking crazy I, I had that thing as a kid where like any like certain sensations really bothered mm. me like I had to cut off the tags on my um, yeah. Like, oh yeah I I hate on, feeling my, too. on my t-shirts yeah and, like yeah. socks would bother me and um I think this is a thing that like a lot of kids have that a lot of people grow out of obviously not everyone does sure yeah. but yeah the cross seat belt I was always just like I don't like this. I want to put it behind me. And like my grandpa or whatever would be like, "Oh, do you want to be like fucking cut in half or something when you get launched?" No, I don't want that. When I get launched out of your fucking Jaguar, my so goes flying out of the Jag that you drive.
0: Oh my god.
3: R.I.P. 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 to a real R.I.P. my R.I.P. to a real one. My grandfather,
1: who was tragically cut in half by. By by real jaguar, that's the worst part. A real jaguar, a real jaguar, kind of real ironic. I learned.
3: Okay, this is getting off track a little bit. We can get back to video games soon, but I learned not that long ago that my family does not know who my grandfather's father was. Really? Yeah. Whoa! Huh. Is there like a reason behind that? It's like a Superman uh, situation. Yeah, because or? he fucking split after he uh, oh. after he did the deed. So he was raised by his mother, and I mean his father, but like you know, yeah, not his course, biological yeah. father. Right. So yeah, that's our family history. Kind of like stops two generations back because we're just like, uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> like, well, why don't you just pick a guy, <laughs> right? Can't you just <laughs> pick a guy at that point? I feel yeah, like you oh. should just
0: be allowed to pick a guy. My grandpa's yeah. grandpa is actually Tom Hanks's grandpa. It's weird. Yeah, oh. like
1: we're related actually. Yeah, Sorry, I,
3: I'm just seeing in the Discord chat now that uh, Nikki did post an image that is a picture of a Fraggle. Yep, <laughs> yeah, and it says Dave yeah. Goals, voice of Boober Fraggle. Yeah, that's <laughs> yep.
1: Boober. Also, yeah, one are those stuff. guys,
3: what are those guys like? The, are those Fraggles with the the, the helmets? No, on? those are the no, doozers. those are
1: doozers. They I hate yeah, doozers, They really scare me. Wow, wow. Okay, so first of all, that's racist uh, <laughs> because you don't you don't feel that way against about the Fraggles. I mean, but you do l- feel listen, that way
3: about the deezers? Listen, the doozers are different from me, and
0: so <laughs> I hate them. So I and the hate and them. They're genetically identical.
3: They're like these weird industrialist clones. They all look They're identical and they are industrialist clones stuff.
1: Okay, first of all, they wear different colored hats, and some of them have facial hair. They're Are very you suggesting
3: different. that a clone couldn't wear a different color hat from another clone? <laughs> I yes.
1: think you'll find that Republic
3: Commando, uh, that, that Star Wars already proved that wrong. They wear so many hats, if Battlefront 2 has taught me anything.
1: They do wear a lot of hats. Now, what's um, the name of the big ones?
3: The big right?
1: Oh, the big, the mean ones. Fuck. Fraggle Wikia. Like, what Hold is on. with
3: this world where there's, like, six different scales of, an, of like, sentient life? You know? The Gorgs. Jason Mraz.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. Wait,
1: they're, what? They're called Gorgs. <laughs> Jason Mraz is in the reboot of Fraggle Oh, Rock. wait, there's a reboot of The Doozers, too. Yeah, The Doozers is an animated program. Wait, uh, Jim Henson makes a lot of money off of The Doozers animated show. Well, what? I mean, he do be dead, but... No, he's not dead. What do Brian you think? Henson why do you still think they around? have that big of a building? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> the listen, the Jim Henson office is enormous. The creature shop is huge. There are so many doors that they don't let you go in. When I went to the creature shop um when back when I was working with the Jim Henson company, uh this company, the, the office is huge and there are a lot of doors that are unmarked but very clearly lead to big spaces because you can see the entirety of the building's footprint. From the outside, it's what do like you control. think is behind those doors? What was that? It's like have? control. Yeah, yeah oh. it's just like the, control.
3: Yeah. Wow,
1: the I don't have yeah. enough red key to get to to G- yeah. Jim Henson's corpse. <laughs> if you find, right. if you can get through the Walt right Disney door though, style.
0: if you can get through the right door though, you can't. That is where they keep the dark crystal. Yeah. Yes,
2: yes, the
3: dark crystal. It's a dark that, crystal. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what the Fraggles was called <laughs> in uh, in Germany? Uh, das da, das das fraggles. fraggles. Uh, no, defraggles. So de-fraggles. Da- die fraggles. Die um, fraggles. <laughs> oh, also, mich. Die fraggles. I guess they were like it was different in like every country. That's really weird. Like basically they were like, oh, we adapted Sesame Street to work in different countries. Like yeah. where we changed references and stuff. They made Fraggle Rock with the intention of.
1: Like, Sesame so shooting it,
3: of yeah, of like from the start they were like, okay, no, we're gonna make different versions for like the UK and stuff, huh? Because well, you can Have slot
2: you- in other footage with traveling Matt. When traveling yeah. Matt goes Ooh. to somewhere, you can be like, oh, blah blah blah, we're here and this is like culturally relevant, or yeah,
3: but, mate, like, I think could do that. It, okay, wait. underground. so humans live in outer space.
1: Yes, and but outer space is crucially just a hole in the ground. Yes. Like they yeah. find they they're running through like the, the caves of the Fraggle Kingdom, and they find a hole in a wall that leads to a guy's house. Yep. Uh huh. And that's outer space. I We talked about Farscape for about fifteen minutes at the beginning
0: of this podcast, and mm-hmm. somehow this is the more inscrutable Jim Henson property.
1: Oh, for yes. sure. Oh, gorgeous. Sorry, yeah, do you- big bad ones. The show was also known as um, Jim Henson's Fraggle Rock with Jim Henson's Muppets.
3: The full title was <laughs> That's that? an extremely Mark Echo presents <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> by Mark Echo. Oh my God. Um, Getting up. Yeah, I was gonna say, remember the Mark Echo video game? I do. Oh, yeah. I do. I remember reading a review of it on fucking GameSpot.com. Of who course. reviewed that? Uh, let's find out. Please tell me it was. Jeff. Please tell me also it's Jeff. Jeff. Hey, it it right? had to have been Jeff, right? It was Games. around God. that time for sure. He's the Only
0: person who would have the proper appreciation for shooting. it
1: was Jeff Gursky. What, what do you think? What do you think he gave it?
2: Six point five.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Um.
3: Five
0: point five.
3: Seven point two. Wait. Also, oh, when, Okay, so the text review is by Ryan Davis. Oh. and uh yeah, to and then a the video world. review oh Wait, he's what the jeff. fuck no sorry uh sorry <laughs> Ryan davis <laughs> reviewed the mobile game
4: oh <laughs> <which> <laughs> what did is he give, incredible
1: gave the mobile game he gave the mobile game an 8.4 wow oh. liked it so, jeff gave jeff gave king. the playstation 2 version an 8.7 Wow! Can I Jeff can I read the good bad? title? Yeah, please.
0: <clears throat> so for Mark Echo's getting up uh, colon, I forgot about the subtitle. Contents under pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the good, great storyline with interesting character development, good. quality dialogue and voice acting, amazing soundtrack, really strong gameplay, and great looking graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, lo- I love looking at this graffiti. Uh, the bad. A f- just a few minor audio-visual glitches. It seems like he That's genuinely really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. So, really enjoyed it. Of,
3: so most of the the mobile ones were like pretty similar. But under the bad, it says unconvincing graffiti culture
4: stance. <laughs> 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 so
3: you fucking get him, Ryan. There's the music. The soundtrack was by DJ RJD2, uh, which is okay. uh, wild. But um, just don't expect a lot of explicit graffiti action. Mm. Do you remember when companies made these mobile games? When when people were like, Oh, it's a phone, right? So we just like make a video game for it. Yeah. Like a yeah. normal a normal video game with like levels and things. And like yeah. Ubisoft made like those Assassin's Creed ones and like A couple the, of them
2: like, were kind of fun if I remember correctly. A
3: lot of them were good and like yeah. the art direction in a lot of those games is really good. Um, yeah, it was kind of the same era that gave us, as long as we're talking about,
0: like, I don't know, graffiti culture, I feel like there's some crossover here. Um huh The, the uh, Game Boy Advance versions of the Tony Hawk's games.
3: Oh, like yeah. Tony's One Boy's of games. those was a launch title, I think, and it was actually pretty good. Yeah, they're, like,
0: Whoa. dope. Like, that was yeah. Vicarious Visions, who's making the... They're doing the new Tony Hawk HD collection thing that just got announced.
3: Oh, wow. The That's same
0: cool. company that made those Game Boy Advance games is around god. in the years since they also did the spyro remaster they they've done the some stuff yeah yeah they're really good at this stuff specifically that's like cool that, that spyro remaster is really good um i have that's not played awesome. the crash Bandicoot one but it's sold like crazy so i assume people liked it people, people
1: love remember, bad video games like crash bandicoot <laughs> yeah they do oh, crash bandicoot just like god i can't play any other game you just know like
3: looking at it and being like and you know they're just like this is what a 3d video game should be <laughs> what if we took a 2D stage and just turned it sideways and you can move a little bit to the left and right? I will say I Idiot. think the Kind of like games. The
2: Last of Us.
3: Yeah. Also hey. by Naughty Dog. Oh, hey. Wow. <laughs> it's just, just a kidding. slightly more visually compelling. They've just All they've it's done the in modern video right? games is obfuscate the walls. <laughs> <laughs> they've just made it look fancier and you're still just walking through a corridor and collecting, you know, Lumber fruit, collecting yeah. Collecting lumber fruit, exploding, avoiding exploding TNT boxes, which is just like the weakest. possible... It's like they were just like, oh, th- they could have just written bad on the box and like, <laughs> don't <laughs> touch.
0: Uh, <laughs> boom boom. Uh, I will say I think those Spyro games held up really, really well. Obviously, completely different developer, Insomniac, yeah, made those yeah, games. Right,
3: those, and those Spyro. are like about well, those are like more of a Mario because they're about yeah. running around collecting stuff. God, you know, like. I was playing Sonic Adventure 2 the other day for the first (laughs) time in years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how did Mario 64 get 3D camera stuff basically right? And then everyone else was like, no, our way is better. (laughs) Trust us. And it was like, this is horse shit. Why why didn't we figure out 3D controls for the longest time? Like, what is the matter? There was a whole period where we were making terrible 3D platformers as a culture that The camera was just, you were fighting it constantly. Or it did that thing where it was like, oh, Mario, you point the stick and you go that way. No, 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 no. When you point the (laughs) stick, you turn that way. And then you (laughs) push forward to go. Like, what the fuck is the matter? Did they copyright that movement style and you couldn't use it in your game for a while or something? I Um, think it was
1: probably like everyone was just trying to be different.
3: I guess. Everyone was like, listen,
1: what if we made a bad game? Also, when the the PlayStation (laughs) launched, it did not have a stick on it.
4: That's true. That's, that's true. Right.
1: Whose um, fault is that, though? Kaz, right, that's on I think. Sony. Yeah, yeah, Kaz. Mr. Sony. Yeah, Kaz, come on, bud. That's five <laughs>
3: points from uh, from Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs>
0: um, what was I gonna? Uh, oh, have you guys ever seen that image that floats around? I think it is. Uh, speaking of GameSpot reviews, I think it's from a GameSpot review from like a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Alien Resurrection PlayStation One game.
2: Oh my God! Yes. No.
0: Do you remember this thing, Danielle?
2: Yes, it was supposedly great and terrifying, and you needed like the PlayStation mouse to play it.
0: Oh, I'm thinking. I think I'm Sorry? thinking of a different thing. If it if it requires a mouse, it didn't hey, require it, a, but
2: everybody who played oh, it said you need powder? that mouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. What um, a what a PlayStation mouse is. Yeah, it's like
0: the it's like the Mario did- mouse. It 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 really
2: just looks like a mouse. It was just a mouse to play your mm.
1: PlayStation with.
2: But, it was like that... a ridiculously hard and terrifying game. Wait a minute. Wait. Wow, well,
1: this is just a mouse, huh?
0: Wait a minute.
1: Yeah. We one of might these be has an anime of, on a different it. Different game.
0: Are we thinking of different games? I, we might be because the game I specifically brought this one up because we were talking about controls and getting yeah. controls right really early. I want to say it was an Alien Resurrection game on PS1, where it was a dual shot game, and it controlled like Call of Duty, basically, where you looked with the right stick and moved with the left stick, and then pulled with the triggers or whatever, like years before anybody was doing that, like years before Halo did that. And there's like a famous, infamous screenshot from I think it's a GameSpot, it's either GameSpot or Game Informer or GamePro, one of the games, one of the the one of the triumvirate,
4: uh-huh. and.
0: It basically says, but the real scary thing is the controls. And then it just goes on to list, like, how yep. controls work in every modern first person shooter. It's just like, yep. how oh, can anybody play this? And uh, I wish I could find that. Uh, I, that I think thing. I
2: know. I think we are thinking of the same game because okay. people said it was actually like a really. OK, the EGM review, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and it's this game, game came out like three years after the movie. It was like a Golden Eye, where it came out way oh, after the movie. One of those. Uh, I love yeah. those. Those I, are so funny. I, I do too, actually. Like, they ended up, like, taking their time with it. And it was apparently, like, a very interesting game and really terrifying, but they suggested using the PlayStation mouse to have I more see. accurate control.
0: I over, did find, yeah, I do. Okay, this is the same game because I, I found yeah. the original GameSpot review from, um... yeah, October Would have been 2000. 5, 2000. Yeah. Yep, exactly. It is a 4.7 on GameSpot.com. And I found the line that I was specifically looking for here, which is. The game's control setup is its most terrifying element. The left, analog move, move, the left analog stick moves you forward, back, and strafes left and right, while the right analog sticks turn you around and can be used to turn, look up and down. Too often, you'll turn to face a foe and find your weapon is aimed at the floor or ceiling, while the alien gleefully hacks away at your midsection. Add to the mix a few other head scratchers, such as how the triangle button controls item and health use, and you'll be wondering how Sony <laughs> let this kid by without requesting wow. a few different control configuration options. Yeah. Damn. That's incredible. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it does mention the PlayStation mouse in here too. It's supposed to solve many of the game's control problems it says, but the 99.9% of PlayStation owners who have never heard of this device will find the game almost unplayably <laughs> difficult I mean, that's... to control and unreasonably hard to enjoy.
2: Yeah. I mean, Wait. the 99% factor probably is true. Yeah, Very few people true. actually had it for true. sure.
3: Do you remember when we played Goldeneye and thought it was, like, good? Like Not not just, like, the game. Okay, like, the game is, like, a well-built game, but, like, the controls. Like, if you tried to play Goldeneye now, it would be, like, just the worst thing in the world. It was so rough. Because, like, aiming in any direction, you have to hold R, and then you cannot move while you're doing that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. uh God, what a yeah, different get, era!
0: Yeah, uh, who would who would possibly go back and play through all of the original GoldenEye on the hardest difficulty setting? Dan Reichert's WWE Dan Reichert.
2: <laughs> God, <laughs> WWE's but there are mods Dan that you can Riker. get now. Yeah, where
3: you can like you can play GoldenEye with a mouse and keyboard, and it fucking rules. So. Oh, I
2: bet. Oh yeah, I can yeah. imagine.
3: You hit those odd job hats from like across the map. I bet. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> we should
0: play. Can we play
3: Perfect Dark Zero on stream? Yes. Uh, Danielle, you were so fast. On that. <laughs> How would I play that on a computer? Um, Is
1: you it played it on the Xbox computer? One. I don't uh, have it's Xbox. In the ra- it's
2: in the rare replay. Oh shit, we need to get
1: yeah, damn it! Yeah, they don't never, have Xbox. I got they they never excited because it's like, like the North. one
2: thing I could play.
1: <laughs> um, there's a the second or third level of Perfect Dark Zero involves you kind of raiding this nightclub that plays a song over and over again. (laughs) Um, And this song is called Limelight. And Steven, while you, when you, let me just get this. When you uh, edit this, if you don't Mm -hmm. mind kind of, just kind of like putting uh, this track.
0: get just a pen here real quick.
1: Um... And it just runs the entirety of the time that you're playing the video game um, or on this stage. And the closer you get to the building, the more you can hear it. But it sounds exactly like those videos of like people playing um, fucking... Uh... Um, of people playing uh, Redbone by Childish Gambino. Remember that like period of time where people were like posting versions of that song, but like using audio filters that are in Premiere, so it sounded like it's Redbone, but you're underwater, or it's yeah. Redbone except you're 45 feet outside of a bowling alley that's playing the song Redbone. Um, it sounds exactly like one of those. Um, anyway, it's called Limelight. And it's a good, um, it's good music, is it? I mean, the thing. this is
3: good. I'm listening to
1: it. it it's a not seem- I was expecting, like, a 20-second loop. Oh, no, 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 no. It's like a, it's a whole-ass song. Anyway, that's Limelight. We love it. I love it. It's a good it. track. Can you I talk to you about some video
3: it. games that I've been playing? Yes, Mary. Because I didn't get to talk about them earlier, because I was talking about <laughs> this sort of, like, philosophy of of insect- uh, removal. And I want to make it perfectly clear that I am not like joking around or being like snide or like superior uh, or be like, oh, how about that? Like a philosophical exterminator. No, I was genuinely enjoying that conversation and I was <laughs> right. sad that I had to leave yeah. it to go. Not that I didn't want to talk to assholes. you, all. <laughs> <laughs> talk to you fucks. Um, yeah, I played like six games today, guys. Oh wow. shit! Wow. Yeah. Oh so yeah, you games. did it. You streamed. I was streamed. streaming, and I'm probably gonna go back to it right after this. <laughs> I played Chex Quest HD, which is a remake of that game that came with Chex Serial That was a Doom mod, basically. Yeah. This yeah. one isn't a Doom mod. It isn't quite as like fast. It's I think it's like an Unreal Engine game. It's very fun though, and it has a surprising amount of work put into it. There's like unlockable yeah. characters, and they all have their own like. Interesting. Like, which is incredible. What, really, like Tekken? Uh, yeah, kind of like a fighting game. Huh? Like at first, you can only play as Fred Chex something. <laughs> Fred, I forgot
1: his name. Yep. is He's the Chex He's Chex guy. No, that uh, is his name. It's Fred Checks. Okay, yeah. Because uh, he has two kids, Fred yep. Jr., Fred... Three kids, Fred Jr., Fredalina, and other Fred Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his
3: ending reveals that he is a, a single father, presumably. There's no, like, other person in the picture. And he's, like, reading his kids a bedtime story about his adventures and then more aliens attack, which I guess sets up episode two, if there is ever going to be one. And uh, there are other characters. Like, there's, like, every character is based on a like, part of Chex Mix. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. there's, like, a Ride Chip character, there's, like, a Pretzel yes. character. Yeah, best character, I'm sure. Yeah, Rideship is Chip like is a robot. Psych- Ride Chip is, like, a psychic lady who floats in the air. All right. And Thanks. says things like, the true battle is only just begin." Like, just, it's, like, Symmetra-ass, like. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? So, I played through it once with the Chex Man, and then I unlocked the other characters with codes, and, um, I might play that again, but it's free and uh it's really cute i don't know it's like also it's an fps that kids could play just yeah. like the original very rare because it's rare uh it is it is rare and uh it's just fun no,
1: rare it. rare didn't make rare
3: one. did not make it no. <laughs> um also the checks man is a himbo in this like yeah. he just keeps making comments like uh, like just i don't know mm-hmm. what's something he's like Oh, I I'm not afraid of heights. Heights are afraid of me. Like just like All right. the dumbest Zap Branagin right. shit. Yeah. And he also has an extremely glossy face that looks like it was put through FaceTune like six times. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Let Wait, me see if I can find if I can find this. Is, those, is he humanoid?
0: Doesn't. Because in my head I was picturing hey, uh, like, yeah.
3: a talking piece of checks mix. No, no, no. The checks
1: this is armor you see. I see. Okay. Which raises many questions. <laughs> because- <laughs> He's he there's also a lady checks lady, but yep. what's her name? Do we I don't know what her name uh, is? Uh French
3: uh Frederica Chex.
1: Chex. No, it's Wheatley.
3: Wheatley. Wheat um, like Whitney. Wheatley. Oh. Wheatley like Whitney. Well,
1: okay. Um okay. so there's it's a they're very clearly human beings inside of checks armor, but the Rye Chip is sentient. The pretzel yeah. Also sentient. The pretzel's the, a robot. Uh, yeah. The round pretzel is also sentient. That one's name is NACL ninety six. Yep, which is a fun reference like to salt. Uh,
3: to salt. Yeah. and I believe no, it didn't come out in ninety six. There's no way, right? check I it might have actually. Really? text quest
1: came well, out. I feel like it, feel came out it out later was really in in Next yeah. quest was ninety
3: six. Yeah. Wow. wow. There you go. wow. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, there is an EVGN video on Chex Quest that came out last summer. Do we think
0: it's possible that perhaps the sentient floating ride ship is actually a drone being controlled by a human being somewhere else? And it's actually like a super mm. topical, kind mm. of like anti-military thing. Interesting theory. Or perhaps pro-military if it's a good I thing. am,
3: uh, I'm dropping, this doesn't quite show off how, how glossy the Chex man is. Huh. But, uh, his, Same, his face oh, is wow. smooth. His face is extremely smooth. And when it's like rendered in the game, it's just like so smooth and glossy. And he keeps like smelling the slime because the enemies are all just like slime. Yeah. I
0: remember that
2: from the original. They want to. No blood.
3: Yeah. They want to eat the checks. They want to destroy all the nutrition. Snacks.
0: I was going to say, yeah. I thought the whole premise of the original game was that they were like gross and goopy and they were trying to make the checks gross and goopy so nobody could eat it.
3: Apparently, if they eat nutrients or something, they're like, oh, we eat <laughs> snacks. And so, like, you're like, no, you can't eat our <laughs> snacks. We're sending <laughs> you back to your own dimension. <laughs> Fuck off. What do you mean your dimension is, like, bereft of light and, <laughs> and energy <laughs> and food? What I mean, you mean it's a dead, cold place? Desert. You should have thought about that before you lived in a dead universe. <laughs> Idiots. Idiots. <your laughs> so, uh, I played that. I played that. Um, what else? Oh, I played the demo for Kill It With Fire. But that's just a demo. That looked very interesting. It was just a demo. So it's one of these games. It's, like, a cat lateral damage or, like... It's, like, not quite, like, a physics comedy game. It's sort of just, like, like, you're killing spiders, which I don't support, first of all. I do not kill spiders. uh,
0: I let them out of my house. Strong Um, moral
3: stance. I usually just try and leave them alone if I see them. But Mm. unless they get really up in my face, then I'm like, guys, you got to get out of here. But uh, you're killing spiders, and you start with a clipboard with, like, your objectives on it that you swing and, like, it, it has your, like, objectives that you check off as you do them. Like, kill a spider. Slam. Check. Uh, which is cute. And then you get, like, shurikens. <laughs> and then you get a can of hairspray and a lighter. And uh, everything can be set on fire. Uh, and, like, if you set a spider on fire, it runs around and lights everything else on fire.
1: Oh, my God. Ah, just, like, in real life.
3: And then, like, 20 minutes in... You like it's like, oh, you unlocked this uh this drawer from doing all these objectives. Like now go see what's in there. And it takes like a few seconds whenever you like un- open a new door or whatever. And you open it and there's just a fucking revolver in the drawer. <laughs> and you're like, ow, I guess I'm gonna shoot spiders now. And then I also got a a shotgun and C4. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And uh yeah, you just kind of like go through your house. And it's unclear whether it's your house or, like, whether you're an exterminator, but if you are an exterminator, you're some kind of, like, weird, like, Jackie Chan-esque, like, just using improvised weapons <laughs> exterminator. <laughs> like, you know, going with a sword, you, like, break a mop in half, and yeah. then you're fighting with, like, like tonfas or something. You're gonna slide down a big Christmas tree and land on the spiders exactly yes um and then throw a bobble at at, at another spider (laughs) so that that was fun it was only a demo but it was also free uh that's cool and then uh it looks fun for
0: the clips i saw
3: i actually got around to playing snaky bus for the first time which we were gonna play like last year i think but never did yeah it's uh it's cool it's like surprisingly chill although it's a very stressful game but i feel like they try to balance that with like the music being like pretty just like vibing
4: Nice. The idea of it,
3: it's just Crazy Taxi, but, like, also Snake. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. So you're, you're yeah. going on the same map, and it just gets progressively harder to pick people up. Uh, you, there's also a jump button, so you can, like, launch yourself into the air to jump over your own kind of coils. But uh, you lose, basically, if you don't move for, like, I think, like, one or two seconds. Like, so if you're just stuck against something, then the bus explodes.
0: Like, Oops. It's not the same kind of game by any stretch, but for some reason, this game and Bennett Foddy, getting over it with Bennett Foddy, sorry, uh, (laughs) occupy a very similar, like, tonal space in my mind.
3: Interesting.
0: In In the sense that they're, like, like you said, like, very stressful, but also just, like, very chill about being stressful.
3: Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is there mm-hmm.
0: voiceover by bennett foddy telling you that it's okay there to fail sometimes <laughs> isn't
3: there is not
0: okay uh, that's a there's no.
3: yeah no there's no voiceover it's just like kind of a low key um vapor wavy kind of music and uh, oh yeah i talked about how there's like all of these games on steam lately and in the last few years not just this year that are like car driving down neon highway while synthwave plays <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah i guess the 80s are coming back like again because i feel like they were back when i was in college yeah yeah but now they're back I, in this different way
0: i don't think they ever went away i think we just stopped caring <laughs> for long enough that they kind of started flowing uh flying under our radar like did anybody actually go see the ready player one movie no, no. i like
1: i, I I don't respect myself very much, but I do respect myself enough.
3: Yeah, Yeah, fair. fair. Yeah, so that's true. I mean, probably for a certain type of people, the 80s have never stopped, have never really gone away. But
1: it is, it is, it is weird, though, because my sister is 60. Oh, my God, she's 16 now. Fuck um she's 16 and their that age is nostalgic for when I was 16.
0: yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. so
1: like mm-hmm. the so like the late 2000s like yep. they're sorry the like the not the late 2000s but like the the late 2010s like that's when they're nostalgic for sorry early, years ago sorry the early 2010s so okay. they' are nostalgic for like 20 like 2009 through 2011 okay. like that's when want like they go on tiktok they're a bunch of tiktoks there's like a genre of tiktok where they go back and find old youtube videos of like high schoolers in 2011 uh just kind of like doing high school shit and they're like wow i wish this was us everyone's here just kind of like hanging out and they're like unironically like hanging out none of them are on their phones because it was 2011 um it's just very strange
0: yeah
3: okay i have a theory that culture is accelerating And I don't, I probably got this somewhere. I don't think it's like my unique observation, but because if you think about like the rate at which information is communicated and spreads, it has accelerated immensely Mm. to the point Mm. that I feel like we are out of stage or are going to soon be out of stage where when you graduate from high school, you will not know what is like cool anymore. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and this is also because I feel like younger and younger people are able to like access technology and are just like being born in a world of it. Yeah, but and like
0: make really scathing videos about you on TikTok.
3: Yeah, and just like <laughs> define meme culture and yeah. So I feel like we're getting to a point where like it used to be like oh, when you're in your like forties or whatever, that's when you became like uncool and then, you know, now it's
2: 18.30. And now four... it's like
3: when you graduate high school, <laughs> you just don't understand fucking anything that's happening anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. I actually kind of agree with that. I feel like that kind of happened with me coming out of college even. Like I was at an age where I was just like Uh, Me coming out of college was, like, when Snapchat was just really becoming a big thing for the first Mm -hmm. time, and I was Mm -hmm. just like, well, A, I couldn't get Snapchat to work on my phone because for whatever reason, every time I tried to log in to Snapchat on my phone, and you can only log on, or at least maybe that's changed, but it it used to be that you could only log on to Snapchat using uh, a phone, and every time I tried to, like, enter my information, it just always errored out and fucked up with any email address I tried so I couldn't be on it and but then it was like at a point where everybody was on snapchat and I was the only person who wasn't and it's was just like well all right well I guess the, this is this is the divide this is where I stop being <laughs> with it now and I just accepted it I guess Damn. Um, I also do think that this ties into, like, I think the only reason that the 80s, I think our our perception of that is slightly skewed sometimes because the 80s has just refused to die because so much of 80s culture that we, we are living through an era right now where a bunch of people, a bunch of predominantly white dudes who uh, grew up in the 80s and, like, the early to mid 90s and, like, experienced a lot of 80s culture are now the people who are making all the movies and TV series. That's what they think is cool. Yeah. Um, so we get exposed to way more of that over and over and over again. Um but yeah, I don't know if it's going to outlive them.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's possible. That's yeah, I feel like
0: we talked about this before.
3: Maybe. I don't know. Well
1: can I talk you know,
3: again a flat game? circle? Yeah, please. <laughs>
1: um I I beat Minecraft Dungeons, a video game that came out today.
3: Ooh.
1: Oh um, okay. <laughs> uh well no, we got code for it last week. Uh, and I was just not allowed to talk about it. Um, But now I can, because the embargo's over. Um, uh, Baby's First Diablo, right? It's Baby's First Diablo, and as a person who's never done a Diablo, I fucking love it. Diablo must be good. (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: Um, It depends on your definition of good. I see. Okay, so in this one, it's like I don't know. I I, I know about Diablo, I just have never played it, but it's like a Minecraft Dungeons is a dungeon crawler where you're going through these procedurally generated um, locations and areas uh, that are really well-themed. I don't know. There Mm. is something, like, really interesting to me because something in the back of my head was, like, any game that is set in Minecraft that isn't Minecraft will always feel weird.
3: Yeah. Um, But
1: there's something about this that the... Setting Like, just using Minecraft as a setting works so well uh, that they're able to create these environments that uh, are basically based off of the pre-existing biomes that already exist in Minecraft, and they all feel really rich. Um, And there's enough variety in the enemies in Minecraft now and, like, in the mobs that, like, each area kind of feels different. Um, the numbers are good, and they go up constantly, which is, like, really satisfying. Uh, but you don't actually have that many things to worry about. So you, you have your level, which, like, doesn't actually really matter. You have your gear score, which is, like, works the exact same way it does in Destiny. Like, you have five item slots, and then, like, it just takes the average of those, uh, of those items' power levels. Um, there's, like, a really surprisingly big variety in the amounts of weapons that you can have. There are uh, actual builds that you can create, um, hmm. which I wasn't expecting. There's like a mechanic in the game called Souls, which like whenever you get a kill, the enemy creates a soul, and then you have a separate... So you have your health bar and your soul bar, and your soul bar can be expended for a variety of things. It can be used for magic. It can be used uh, to... Uh, harness the power of a corrupted beacon and oh. it basically gives you a spirit bomb um there uh-huh. is <laughs> uh, yeah, when you, die, one... you
0: drop your soul bar on the ground right you'll get it.
1: when you die you lose your souls
0: wait really oh, okay. yeah
1: uh, okay so it's one of those also um kind of like you can't like pick them back up but like when you die your soul bar does go away um also the music is really good Oh, um, huh. interesting it's good it's like surprisingly good it's in game pass uh and it's a free it's a free it's one of those free ones oh
0: that's a microsoft game right
1: microsoft game so yeah it's in game pass uh there's also there is a 24.99 version of the game that comes with dlc and like skins and stuff which i think is how microsoft is monetizing these it feels like i said this on the review podcast um, but it feels exactly like an Xbox 360 arcade game,
4: oh, when Microsoft cool. is really knows,
1: uh, which is to say that it knows exactly what it is. The scope is super, uh, it's like super confined and it knows exactly what it wants to do. And it does, does those things really, really well. Um, and it doesn't overstay its welcome at all. Like we finished it over the, I finished it playing with a friend over the course of like two days. Nice. Um, it's pretty good.
0: Also, it sounds like something they could maybe build on in the future if they wanted to add more stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, something to build on, block by block, brick by brick, kind of like that. Um, You can't mine or craft in it though, which is very funny to me. Hmm. (laughs) There's no crafting mechanic, and you can't dig. (laughs) So, does
0: it have the Endermen? Are they their thing? The Endermen
1: are in it, but you don't go to the Nether, which is strange. Um, I mean,
0: that's that's good DLC fodder right there.
1: I would say hundred
0: percent uh endermen are the big thing that were added to minecraft well after i started playing it where i was just like oh wow minecraft is a way different thing than when i started playing at home huh? uh, uh.
1: yeah there's like uh there's a there's a new breed of guy so there's villagers and now there's illagers what? which are bad villagers. oh my god <laughs> Do you get uh. it? you're called illagers
3: uh. Uh.
1: Yeah, and there's one illager, he's very small and he doesn't have friends. And so because he doesn't have friends, he decides to do domestic terrorism, uh, and kind of blows up villages, uh, and then takes those people hostage. Now that's uh, um, that and then said, Yeah, I mean it's pretty fucked up. He kills a lot of guys. Like the the implication is that he like a lot of people do get killed as a result of this guy not having friends. Uh, and then at the end of the game no, This is not a spoiler At the end of the game you like extend your arm For friendship And then you're friends with him And he doesn't go to jail
0: Aww. no cops Just like Majora's that. Mask Oh yeah
1: It's just like Majora's Mask yeah
0: uh, Did you play anything else?
1: I played Valorant It's a good video game I think y'all talked about it last week probably mm,
0: Debatable but yeah
1: <laughs> it's, it, is, it is arguably a good video game <laughs>
0: I think um, the best time I've had with Valorant uh, since I started playing it with you and Ren and intern Ren um, was the time that I logged into my computer, I sat down on my computer, and then I saw Nikki is now Nikki and Ren are now playing Valorant together or whatever. They gave me that kind of icon yeah. and realized you hadn't asked me to play with you. That was the best <laughs> time I had had with <laughs> Valorant since selling it. Wow.
2: Oh,
4: my
0: so, God. Who just, who just tore off on a motorcycle? <laughs> that was me. I was celebrating that good moment.
2: Honestly, yeah. That was great.
0: <sighs> um,
1: it's good. The game, they're turning the game off in two days. Uh, forever. Uh, until
3: they're now. like, nope. nope.
1: <laughs> yeah, they turn it back Sorry, on. We Steve don't like no. this.
3: We're not happy with
1: it. We're not happy with it. Um, But then the game's coming back, so...
3: I
0: agree with you, Nikki. That, that is a good game. That is a game that I need to stop being as uh, invested in as I am when we play it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I, did, I did yesterday have the worst video gaming experience I've had in a minute, like, since early Modern Warfare 2 days of Xbox Live, where people were just, like, kind of in the chat. Like, literal children um, whose, like, speech patterns hadn't f- finished developing yet. <laughs> um, using slurs... <laughs> uh, Mitch Henry, like all of that really cool stuff yeah. um, was in there and then like of course they made it worse because they were good at the game oh, so um, uh, yeah, that's the, that was the worst part so they were like calling me the n-word with a hard r but then they were also carrying oh. me so it, wow. was like, it was like a kind of damned if you do damned if you don't situation oh. you know I missed the part yeah. where they were your teammates oh yeah they were our teammates their names were oh. Pete and Steel it was really fun. Wow, with teammates like that. Yeah.
3: Who needs uh DreamWorks Counter Strike enemy? <laughs> <laughs> it's just DreamWorks Counter Strike. Yeah, it is
1: DreamWorks Counter Strike. It-
0: it plays really like it's busted like that's i think one of my biggest problems with that game one of my big, biggest frustrations when i've been playing with you guys is that i just keep running into weird errors and
1: stuff constantly yeah it doesn't like your computer very much
0: not apparently and also the like i was like oh well it's in beta they'll get you know they'll get there they're still working on this and then like two days after the last time yeah. i played it they were like and it's coming out in two yeah, weeks yeah we're done <laughs> everything is fixed <laughs> Uh, yeah, cause like every time I log into that game, um, well, we talked about this last week, but it's just like having a lot of voice chat issues, having a lot of issues with like, if I try to access the friends list in that game, it basically like just com- destroys my computer, um, for weird mm-hmm. reasons. Wow. Well, strange. But the moment-to-moment gameplay stuff, it does feel very good in the hands, I will say. Yeah. It's got good uh, finger
1: feel. it got good finger feel. Clicking is really satisfying. Uh, like click, when you actually do click on the heads. It is really good. Uh, and that's it. Everyone should go play it if you want.
3: Well. <laughs> what a ringing endorsement.
1: <laughs> you play it if you want. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, except they probably can't and won't be able to until like June 2nd. Yeah.
1: You that's won't be able to play soon, it for four whole days. It is. It yeah. It's yeah. yeah, seven days from now. E3's in two weeks, everybody. Are you excited?
0: Yeah. I had
2: an E3 stress stream. I, I what was, happened? I'm telling I, us what happened? I, the weird thing was E3 was also F1 related I don't know why okay. uh, but it's fine uh, Claire Williams gave me a hug which was <laughs> nice because she saw that I was really stressed uh, so that was really nice she's the team principal of the Williams racing team and I was charged 142 euros for two drinks and a thing of gourmet popcorn and I was That's really upset about it and I also <laughs> was recording a podcast somehow on my phone but i forgot to hit record and i forgot uh, to clap and i had to tell y'all like i'm sorry guys i just fucked up but i was like running to another appointment this is like a real ass e3 stress. Wow. i <laughs> am
1: sad that we're not going to be able to experience the fucking haunted mannequin airbnb that we rented
0: oh God. We'll oh. that. That's a, yeah that's a bummer i was looking forward yeah. to that oh it is wait, what
1: so the airbnb that andrew and i picked out for for e3 this year was downtown it was like a block and a half away from the convention center but like the main room just had a bunch of mannequins in it and there was a bar and it was like a weird loft situation let me see if i can find
4: (laughs) it
2: might be where waypoint stayed the year i didn't go i didn't go in 2017 because I was actually helping intern Natalie when it was her internship. She was, it was like her first week was E3 and I stayed behind partially for that. Partially. Cause I was like, I'm good. I've been to like 27 E3s, uh, yeah. but they stayed in a haunted mansion with mannequins and dolls and shit. Huh? For real. Like it, I, this might be the same place.
1: You see, I'm, I'm logging into the Airbnb website. If you can believe it, the Airbnb website kind of not, Hmm. Not, not right not now. Not like huh? the happiest of websites. It's a lot yeah. of like, hey, do you want to sign up for an online experience? We'll teach you how to cook. Yeah, oh <laughs> I was going to say the one silver
0: lining to us not getting to stay at this Airbnb is that the same circumstances that canceled Airbnb will hopefully destroy Airbnb.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see messages. No, someone else talk about something while I find I found it. Oh, you found it. I found it. All right,
0: it's lit. so don't talk.
1: Right. well you should i mean i don't know it's up to y'all <laughs> is this is this anything is this good
0: <laughs>
1: uh
0: i could talk about the, uh, the game that i started talking about earlier oh uh,
2: yeah
1: please
0: uh i beat final fantasy 8 over the weekend oh which, the
2: new jam yeah yeah
0: the hot new jam final fantasy 7 just came out and yet i already have my hands on final fantasy 8 it's wild I was going to make that joke earlier, but I forgot to, and this is my second chance at life. Um, yeah, I beat it this morning at 2 a.m., so I guess it wasn't actually the weekend, but it was a long weekend here in the United States for most of us, and yeah. so I'm counting it. Uh, that game's weird. I don't know. Yeah? Yeah.
2: It has GFs. That's all I know.
0: It does have GFs, yeah. And
2: Squall, and a lot of GFs people...
0: give us strain. hmm <laughs> The stronger the GF, the stronger we become. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I beat that one. That one's odd. I just... I don't know. It's it's hard to talk about without referring to other Final Fantasy games by comparison, because it is just so different from every other Final Fantasy game that was ever made. Um, This is a game where... It's barely a fantasy game. There's magic in it, but even that they explain away as, like, oh, it's just, like, tapping into the natural energies of the planet. And, like... This is a game where, you know, in other Final Fantasy games, you're fighting, like, an evil magic sorcerer clown or stopping a big wizard and stuff like that. In this one, one of the major – first major plot points of the game is that you have to stop an ICBM launch from, like, a desert <laughs> missile base.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. um, yeah, don't you, like – you go there on, like, a weird boat? You have then, a Like a boat, yeah. It's like a, you're... You go there, and you have to go and, like, stop them – and then, like, Zell is, like, doing kicks and stuff. And everyone's like, shut up, Zell.
0: It's, you can pick who you send to the desert base. The only one who has to go oh. to the desert base is Selfie. Um, I th- see. There's a character in this game named Selfie. They were ahead of their time. Before mobile phones. Before the <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> Selfie.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. That's why they can never remake it. Because they're like, oh, we know the <laughs> jokes. There's going to be too many jokes. We can never remake those. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and you do get a boat. Your school is your boat.
3: Ah, just like on
0: Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah, it's exactly like the Sweet Life on Jersey. Deck. see! Mm-hmm. Because uh, you, you're, like, school... You're child soldiers who go to, like, a child oh, yeah. soldier school in that game? Oh, I love Metal
3: Gear. <laughs> Those <laughs> yeah. are my favorite games. Oh, my God, I just realized that, like, most of my favorite games have child soldiers. Whoops.
1: Wow. <laughs> Probably nothing to it That says there. something about... Yeah, that says something what? about you, huh, Merit? No, 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 no. How... Okay, quick, without thinking, without thinking... I'm going to ask you a question. You just have to kind of give me an answer, okay? Okay. How old do you have to be to enlist in the military?
3: Uh, Like 13? That's it. Whoa. That's correct. Whoa. Mm,
0: Whoa. Okay, so this is
3: a problem here. Okay. (laughs) If I had to actually guess, is it 17? Is it 18? It's 18. It's 18. It's 18. 18. But 13 is a good guess. 18 is low to me. I feel like it should have to be like... Twenty or like twenty five. Oh, Merritt, you yeah. t- you've
0: tapped into like a long running sort of like, I don't want to say a libertarian like joke, but it definitely has that oh, energy sometimes yes. of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're old enough to go and lose an arm for your country, you're old enough to drink a shot of whiskey with your dad,
3: kind of shit. Oh yeah, uh, I yeah. I
0: think
3: there's a line about that in um, the Eve of Destruction. That song, mm. that protest song. Yeah, there's a line about that. Uh, you no, know, you know what I think the actual age should be for mm. entering the military. Uh, it should be like one thousand. Yeah, yeah. If you live to be one thousand, you can join the military. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. like that's Otherwise, how we end the military no by creating just an arbitrarily high age. Yeah, yeah. We just make it two hundred
1: or a reverse draft. Mm-hmm. Oh, or you're not allowed or, to be in the army. Right. We we'll won't take you, or we discharge the current uh soldiers into people's homes. Interesting. <laughs> oh, a tops. reverse
3: Oh, like a reverse draft. Yeah, so like everyone yeah. just like goes we just redistribute the military back into people's okay. homes. Yeah.
0: Um
3: oh. the age that you
0: have to be in the Final Fantasy 8 universe to join the military is 5 years old. <laughs>
1: Cool. That
3: seems good. Oh, God. That Seems so like a before, good
1: universe. So it's like okay. So from from nine a.m. to nine thirty a.m. is reading, and then from ten a.m. to five p.m. is gun, and then you kind of just repeat that Monday through Friday.
0: I mean, one of your characters in this game, Irvine Kinious, literally does just have a gun as his weapon. He just carries the guns around as his like you know classic. But is his weapon.
1: hand a gun?
0: No, nope.
1: it's that Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: no. Some we'll bag man. No, or Barrett.
1: Is it explained how Barrett get hand for yes. or, do or yeah or poop like how Barrett poop He I mean,
3: still um, have one hand he still do have one hand I mean people with one hand do stuff you know <laughs>
0: Yeah people I with did. no hands do stuff they
3: they find people ways are, Yeah p- people do yeah you know people do stuff although it does just like I I feel like it does raise different challenges like if you lose a hand okay sure like yes if your hand is then replaced with a gun, yeah. can you take it off? He must because he can equip different weapons during the, the game. Oh, it's like time. a modular gun system.
0: Or sometimes yeah. like a weird wrecking ball that he can just strap to the yeah. deck.
3: Yeah. Oh. Because
0: he does have melee weapons. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of cool though. But in Final I mean, Fantasy.
3: Oh. I love the idea that in FF7, like, prosthetics technology has advanced so far, (laughs) but the only thing it's used for is, like, mentally controlling a gun that you have on your arm. Or is there a trigger that he has to press with his other hand?
0: I don't think so. I think he can just—I think he can do it. I think there are shots in that game where he is holding onto, like, a rope with one hand and then pointing and firing. I'm pretty sure that happens at one point. Because
3: that would be pretty pointless if he had to, like, also— use his other hand to fire. Yeah, do you think
2: it? it's like video game, where it's just a part of his
0: body at that
3: point, mm, right? Yeah. Hey, Barrett says, "Long live the new flesh, everybody."
0: Yeah, <laughs> every <time>. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. In so you don't have a gun as your main character in Final Fantasy VIII. Instead, you have the gun blade, which is a kind of cool system um, because you can get like guaranteed critical hits every single time that you attack by pressing the right trigger um, whenever you swing your sword, and that's neat. I like that part of it. I just, yeah, that game is just bizarre. So I I tried this morning to read about the, by this morning, I do mean at like 2.30 in the morning while I was in bed, because I couldn't go to sleep. I tried to read the Squall is Dead theory.
3: Do you guys know about this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that classic bit, the classic theory about Squall being dead. Yeah.
0: Because I I beat the game, and I was just like, okay, I didn't want to spoil myself on the game, so I went and... T- went to go read the Squall is Dead theory to see, like, what what is up with that. And I stopped reading the Squall is Dead theory pretty quickly because I was reading it on squallisdead.com, which seemed to be the most comprehensive oh. source of Squall is uh-huh. Dead theory. That's where I, I go for all my Squall, Squall is Dead news, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is he still dead? Yep, okay, thanks, everybody. <laughs> um, And that website, I want to say, it's squallisdead.com, uh, don't quote me on that 100%, but I'm pretty sure that is it, uh, it gets like, pretty misogynist. At the theory, the written theory gets pretty misogynist and, like, uh, ableist at various different points in that thing, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I need to keep reading this. Um, so I, d- I stopped reading that and instead um, just went to bed at one point, which was di- uh, difficult because there were people outside of my apartment all night screaming at each other very loud and throwing each other out of their Scroll
3: apartment. is dead! <laughs> no, he's not! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> it. Yeah,
0: that was, that, I mean, it was just like that. Um, they they also, my neighbors, decided to start a Final Fantasy VIII
3: playthrough at the exact same time. Mm. You know,
0: oh, it was going to be a book shit. club thing.
3: Yeah. The sorceress did nothing wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh So that's the thing. That's one of the things that's so weird about this game, though. It's just like the sorceress, El Tamecia, is the main villain of this game. There's kind of three different villains. Oh, mm. and that's
2: what, yeah, and that's what Natalie's name is yeah on twitter. on twitter
0: yeah oh heart amicia yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimisia, because she loves final fantasy yes 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 okay Ultimicia is a sorceress from the future who is trying
3: to compress time you gotta if yeah. you're an F- if you're a final fantasy villain you gotta compress time or like erase time. time or like destroy space or something
0: Except right. that she, oh, but except she is unique because she spells it with a K when she says "compressed time." Because when Ultimisia shows oh, up on the oh, it's this like game, a Donkey Kong thing. I was gonna say a Mortal Kombat thing, but does That's Donkey Kong do or that? Or like video? compressor?
3: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. compressor. She, that old uh, artist that was actually drew toothpaste
0: and like work? Yeah, like Very a lot good. of different like Craft all the yeah. Craft, I'm uh, making macaroni, macaroni
3: and cheese <laughs> and nobody can stop me.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have macaroni and cheese from the past, present, and the future at the same time.
3: Um and yeah, it's I don't the, know. The bare naked ladies edition of uh it's the, <laughs> if I had a million dollars version of this game. Sorry, go ahead. I keep... Yeah, go on.
0: No, it's just... I don't know if I have a ton more to say. It's just a weird game. Like, Ultimecia has, like, four lines in this entire game. Like, the main villain is barely in it ever. And when she does show up, she just, like, talks with all of her C's replaced by K's. And that's never really explained. She's never really explained. Her motives are never really explained. Um, And then there's just a weird fucked up, like, Jacob's Ladder ending to this game where... Mm -hmm. Because in order to beat her, they have to... Spoilers from Final Fantasy VIII, I guess. In order to beat her, they have to let time become compressed. Because they need to go to the future where her physical body is. Because she just... When she time travels, she just sends her consciousness back in time to possess people. And... So they let time get compressed and it's like this weird process of, uh, I don't know, like they fall through the sky and then there's just like these big giant rain droplets that show all of their different like moments thrown throughout the game, a bunch of different FMVs and stuff and then they're in the present and then time has been compressed and then she has a castle and then you go into the castle, the entire last disc of this game is just one dungeon It's a four-disc game, but uh, it's just one dungeon where you're in her castle, you fight a bunch of bosses in a very uh, contrived manner, I would say, in a way that makes me think that part of the reason that so many people have so many fan theories about this game and the writing around this game is that maybe that this game had a troubled development cycle and kind of uh, got rushed out the door at the end because it was made in an era where they were making a new Final Fantasy game every one to three years and not every seven years. So... Yeah, because I think, because this game came out just a year or two after 7, and 9 came out, the like, the year after 8 did. So it was, like, a very different time for this series. And... Yeah, that's uh,
1: that's wild. Yeah,
0: right? That's
1: wild. I cannot imagine.
0: Uh, not, yeah, it's, it, like, even past that, like, even to 10 to 11 to 12 to 13 and stuff like that, like, it started getting, like, immediately afterwards, like, way more spread out. But uh, I suppose you make seven. Seven is such a huge hit and you want to rush and get a new one out there. But uh, yeah, I think that is kind of the big takeaway with eight is eight has like a lot of interesting systems where like magic is ammo. Like you have ammo for your for your magic uses for each individual Mm -hmm. spell instead of mana. And then that's also how you get stats in the game. And then at the end of the game, the final boss has a move where they just like destroy your stats. So your like strength can just go from like 175 to like, 12 in the last battle and it's just kind of random um cool. i don't know love that yeah love that stuff it is it is the classic like jrpg thing of just like this final boss has five different forms um i don't know that's probably enough about final fantasy 8 i think that game's a mess but it's kind of probably an interesting mess i'll maybe write something about <laughs> that in the future anyway sure.
3: Well, do we want to wrap up? I feel like we were going to go for an hour and then I missed like most of that first hour. And then I had to update you on all the comings and goings of uh, that guy and uh, his sort of philosophy.
0: You were pulling something like up.
2: Happened, actually, I feel like I feel like that was like a nice fate thing. It, it gave you like a little bit of extra fun things to talk about. Extra sure. extra material, you know, it's yeah. always good. Yeah. We'll just, we'll come back. I think back we have to pay that person now, <laughs> Yeah, he was a podcast guest.
0: Uh, oh, <laughs> to the dog. We did pick up a little bit of his audio in the background yeah. for a minute there. So, you know, I think that is legally binding.
3: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That counts as a contract. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, sorry for my meandering Final Fantasy VIII talk there. Um, no, we love it. Valuable. I love it. I love hearing You're about gonna- it.
2: Honestly, Steven, I looked again at our top podcast. Do you know how many of our top (laughs) 10 podcasts are Final Fantasy related?
0: Yeah, you were talking about this.
3: love this series.
0: (laughs) Weirdly enough, yeah. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this Final Fantasy?
3: Yeah. uh, Squall is Dead is not a website. Okay. Um, Yeah, no,
1: we're talking about getting it.
3: Yeah. Oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah. $11. So we have a fund just for like (laughs) joke. Domain name joke purchases. Girls. Yeah, joke girls. Uh, uh, the website
0: I was referring to, I've just found out, is Squalls Dead with a contraction in it.
3: I'm the Joker,
0: ah. baby.
1: SquallsDead.com. Squalls Dead.
0: <laughs> Except you can't put punctuation into URL, so it doesn't yeah. just look like multi- plural squalls are dead.
1: Squall dead. <laughs>
0: Squall S. Dead would be a Final Fantasy character. Uh, name.
1: There's a big photo of a guy that looks like a Final Fantasy or a Kingdom Hearts, but there's a hole in his face. Yeah, that's from the ending.
0: That's from the final cutscene of Final Fantasy VIII, because that's when you compress time. And Squall is, like, trying to use his love for Rinoa, the main character, to get back into the present day. And there's, like, a lot of weird shots where he's got, like, no face, and then he sees her dying in space... And her face gets really fucked up and he keeps seeing, like, her, but she's walking towards the screen, but she looks like the lady from The Ring. And it just keeps looping that over and over again with different distortion on her face. That's the ending of this Final Fantasy game, by the way. It's just that. Like, a weird montage of that stuff for, like, 20 minutes in an FMV cutscene. Whoa. It's very odd. It's just an odd game. He... Yeah, he gets stabbed through the heart basically with a big giant icicle spear at the end of disc one, and then that never gets addressed again throughout the rest of the game, and that's like the premise for the Squall is Dead theory. Good. Mm. Uh he wakes I'm up He wakes up with no wound, and he's like, there's no wound? And then they never explain why there's no wound. Wait! Wouldn't it be there's no weapon? <laughs> there would be a wound, but no weapon! Why would there oh, be I'm a so, wound? Why would there not I'm be a wound?
2: Home. I mean, if you get stabbed you'd have a wound because that's where your flesh is cut yeah however there'd be no weapon because the weapon itself if it's ice would have melted
0: well yeah i suppose so
2: (laughs) (laughs) sorry i brought logic into this and i apologize and that was wrong you're
1: listening to this week's episode (laughs) a fan with a fan by podcast yeah the rude Um, to tuesday Rude yeah, what's it called? Rude, two, Rude two, two, Tuesday. 2 Tuesday. I'm sorry, I
0: brought my Rude, Rude. Rude 2 to Final Fantasy again. I bring my bad. It, I, hey, I bring my Rude 2 to every podcast. That's why they call it Rude Rude. Yeah? Yep. Everybody does. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my podcast <laughs> and to listening to Fan with that other show that we do sometimes, I guess. This has been episode 65. Uh, you can go to fanbite.com. Amigos.
1: Or or you can go to zone.
0: <laughs> you can still do that apparently
1: <laughs> Yeah, you can still go to zone.
0: <laughs> uh, apparently that's a URL that still redirects to fanbite.com uh, You can also go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts Leave us a rating and a review because it juices the algorithm And gives our show into more eyeballs across the world For more people to enjoy So if you like our show, that helps a lot uh, you can uh follow us on FanBite Media at Fanbyte Media on Twitter, and where can people find you, Nikki?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Godsua G-O-D-S-E-W-A.
3: How about you, Merit? I am on Twitter at Merit K. And Danielle.
0: I'm Danielle R. I am Danielle R-I. And I am Steven Strum at at Steven Strum. It's just the it's just the name. It's just the, the thing. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back again next week. I will be less tired. Hopefully, I will have eaten more food before starting this podcast. I did not have a chance to this time, so that maybe explains some of the you know rude behavior you might say. But no. this is a this has been a joy. So I'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.
3: Keep gaming, gamers. I just want to bring that back. <laughs> the the time. back we haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there it goes okay just trying to make waveforms trying to make waves you know
1: just one of them
4: waves
0: did you know that
1: golden boy oh no go ahead
0: i was just gonna say does anybody else want to lead us in this week we haven't done that in a while
1: Uh... danielle take it danielle do it i mean i could but
2: it it seems like such a such a steven thing
1: Uh, merritt's definitely done
0: it a few times before uh, I'm true, just true. I, I could do it. I was just uh, asking uh, if anybody was interested I'm gonna be right. I, I don't have
2: like a need. I can always do it if, if you want. It just feels like <laughs> I would feel like an imposter in some level,
0: you know Well, the last thing we want is more imposter syndrome in this world so in
1: in, in this publication specifically <laughs> <laughs> um, Can someone put the show notes document in the chat? Oh, four, yeah, four. yes
2: Let me. Grab you that bud. Fan oh. width.
1: Oh, I found it. Never mind, oh, I got okay. it. I'm sorry.
2: I'll, I'll put it in anyway, because, you know...
1: Thank you.
0: Why the, why the hell Never not? Never mind, right? no, I'm not. Door shut.
2: God, what the fuck have I been playing? Yeah, pretty much Drake Hollow. I'm sorry.
0: No, that's fine.
2: I'm so boring.
0: I didn't get a chance to play anything particularly new either because I spent all weekend beating Final Fantasy VIII, and uh, The Elder Scrolls Online is a new video game.
1: What's that? That's a new video game.
2: Ah, it's a new game from. I think I was a sophomore in high school.
1: I mean, yeah, seven just came out, so
0: oh right, so eight is just like you know, it's the future. Um, uh, 8 came out in 1999, Danielle.
2: Fall of 99, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was a sophomore in high school.
0: I was four. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was nine years old, so I was, like, smacked out in the middle. Yeah, I know.
2: All Oh, You guys aren't at the point where you have nightmares about your age yet, huh? I guess that's not happening yet.
1: I mean, like, about being old or about, like... No, stuff like i out.
2: I like, legitimately wake up in like cold sweats, being afraid that I'm 36, and then I'm like, oh no, I'm 36.
1: Oh yeah, no, I haven't. I'm not there yet. I'm having <laughs> dreams about like high school and my first year of college now.
2: Oh sure, I mean I still have those. Yeah. I still have those. Yeah, yeah I That's still cool. have the nightmares about like. Yeah, sorry. This is nothing.
0: Um. No, we can stuff we can talk about on the pod. No, it's <laughs> <That's>
2: all right.
3: <laughs> It's all right. What the fuck? This person is a fucking maniac. Oh my god. Oh no, what happened? Craziest comment. Oh, comment. That was just like, if you're using the word meta in the non-self referential, i.e. most effective tactic available, which is a backronym, uh, you need backronym <laughs> No, no, sorry, he didn't say that. But no, like that's that, merit specifying uh, that. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. that's gotcha. not. Yeah, meta is just. It just. It's Greek. That's all. Yeah. Um. So this person saying you need to capitalize the word meta. Oh my god. Lol.
1: That's, <laughs> that's really funny. funny. That's this was,
3: If it wasn't capital, I would have been able to presume it wasn't. Na- it's. I don't know. God, people are so. Stupid.
2: No, this person. This person. Doesn't. I don't
0: know. I there are some They don't times, know things. We get comments sometimes don't. where I'm I think to myself, "Oh, this is too like off the rails to be real. This has to be a joke." But then I have to remind myself like, "No, that's just how the internet is." Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, a lot of people are that unhinged. It's true. Uh, they haven't seen their hinges in a while.
0: They're gone. Their hinges are the
3: door is off the frame. Yeah, like, <laughs>
0: yeah. They're using Bumble and Tinder, but no, not hinge.
3: Stupid. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Hinge was oh, dear I, sweet Jesus. Hinge was so unbelievably involved. Um, they ask you so many questions. About. Yeah.
2: Okay, here's an actual thing that's funny from me being so old. Yeah. There was a dating service in the, like, early-ish aughts called Lesbotronic. And it was mm. for lesbians. And it was Wait, like- really?
3: Lesbians, yes. you say. Yes. Really?
2: And it was, like, I swear to God, like, a very, very, very involved questionnaire, but it was all, like, very good, like, in-jokes about being queer. There was, like, level of grooming. It was, like, oh, dial soap and sh- hot water or all the way up to, like, I, ha- I know how to use eyelash curlers. Like, it was, like, a whole range for every single... Uh, like criteria and it was wonderful and funny and warm and i miss those days i miss those days yeah. not gonna lie
0: the internet mm, no the internet was never good but there was easier to find the good parts of the internet. yeah it was just easier uh, the door has opened so i'm gonna use the bathroom real quick and then i'm ready to go
1: all of these people are having a great time
2: Yeah. Wait, it still exists?
1: Yeah. <gasps> oh my- Danielle, hard. you're cutting
3: out a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: You're back. Am though. I better
2: now? It's possible <laughs> that my voice just went that high and I
1: <laughs> Yeah, I think it might have just started I'm clipping.
2: Very, I'm very sorry.
1: No no no, it's fine. It's <laughs> I, it's I, I am flipping. a literal
2: fucking chipmunk. I'm very sorry.
1: But no this busy is, this work, is no bullcrap, no infinite noise.
2: Honestly, this is probably just fucking Lex now, though. Because it used to actually be really fun.
1: Let's see who owns it. Alright, i back. Oh,
2: is it sorry. just Lex? Is this just Lex?
1: The Canadian
0: sci-fi TV series? Oh, I, yeah. loved,
2: I loved that, actually. For real. But, uh... No, Lex, the queer women dating Instagram thing that's now an app... It used to just be, like, fun, pr- again, a fun thing that was, like, simple and harkened back to the old school days is now a- an app, and it's just horny 21-year-olds, and it's very upsetting. I'm sorry. Mm. Really, really on one today. I'm sorry.
1: My favorite thing about lesbians is that they're all white. <laughs> yeah, right?
2: Um, Isn't that great?
1: Oh, we're back to the Sex in the
0: City discourse. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh,
2: Jesus. Oh. <laughs>
1: Alright, I am ready.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm in uh I'm just starting up audition.
0: Oh cool. I've got backup for all this, so I'm just gonna put most of this at the end of this episode.
2: Wait, all of this? Yeah. Of me like actually yeah. clipping because oh, my yeah. chipmunk voice went so high? Oh mm-hmm. Jesus. Yep,
0: Danielle. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. I got the hard limiter on, you taught me well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I try, you know? <laughs> oh man
0: so sorry for everyone who has to hear my bullshit. I mean, if you don't want it on there, I won't put it no,
2: on there. No. It's fine. It's I have no shame anymore. Okay. I'm an I'm an old woman and it's fine. So it's fine.
4: <laughs> uh.